You're listening to Robert Kelly's You Know What, Dude? on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hi, everyone. This is Kelly Fistuka from the You Know What, Dude podcast. And hey, Canada, Robert Kelly is coming to Toronto for the 2014 Just for Laughs Roadshow Tour. You'll see uh, Robert Kelly and other comics like Mike McDonald. We've got Arthur Simone and Christelia Alonzo. If you want to grab some tickets, that's at www.hahaha.com2014 Just for Laughs Roadshow. That starts from April 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th and 9th for the Just for Laughs Tour in Canada. You can also go to www.robertkellylife.com and uh, grab the tickets. If you want to check out all of Barbie's other dates for America, just go to his website, grab tickets, spread the word, tell your friends, dude. What's more painful, shaving with a crusty old blade or shelling out 25 bucks for a pack of new ones? Don't make that choice. Join Dollar Shave Club and for a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com will ship amazing quality blades and other cool bathroom stuff right to your door. It couldn't be easier. Just pick one of their great razors and like clockwork, you get a package in the mail once a month with everything you need for a great shave. Who doesn't love packages? Your wife, what is it? None of your business. It's for me. And Dollar Shave Club blades, they're just as good as the big boys. But they're a fraction of the price. And look, if you're not an everyday shaver, join the club and opt for delivery every other month. They have options. I love options. With Dollar Shave Club, you can afford to treat yourself to a fresh blade every week. And nothing feels better than that. Well, there's a bunch of stuff that feels better. New socks. Um, you know, I like a nice massage. Mm, you know. But I love a great shave. And I shave my head. I shave my head, man. So these things, I've done it. I've used these blades. They sent me a package. And it works. They're great. And I love the little... They don't even mention that the, the razor, they give you the, the uh, handle that comes with it. It's actually nice and portable. And, you know, it, it travels well. And it's cool. It's this white little silver uh, razor handle, I guess they call it. But here's the deal. I need you to stop trudging to the store for overpriced blades. You're gonna go in. Where are the razors? They're behind the counter, like, like they're they're made of gold. All right, stop cutting up your face by squeezing out too many shaves at that last blade in the pack. Join Dollar Shave Club. They got more than just razors too. You gotta try this Dr. Carver Easy Shave Butter. It's amazing. You put it on your face before you shave. Oh, they got these uh, one wipe Charlies, peppermint infused butt wipes for men. I don't know why women couldn't use them, but yeah, they're great. I use them ever since I got rid of my b- bidet. I've been using these these Charlie one wipe Charlies. Hmm. Join me and everybody at YKWD and in Riotcast and the hundreds of thousands of guys who have upgraded to a smarter way to shave. Shave time, shave money. Join DollarShaveClub.com. That's DollarShaveClub.com. Welcome, welcome to the funniest podcast on the planet Earth. I always try to keep it like a comic hang. I have a bunch of guys on. It's just us sitting down and yapping. Sometimes it's hilarious. Sometimes it's intense. No topics, no direction. But I love doing it. This podcast has no rules. Can I get a microphone? 
I'm sure I've already said, should I regret? It's Robert Kelly. You know what, dude? You know what, dude? You know what, dude? <laughs> Podcast on Bryantcast.com. on top of it. What's up, everybody? What's happening? That was a, that was a hard fake, right? That was a hard fake because my arms aren't long enough to turn the... I got, <laughs> this chair keeps rolling, too. If you notice, I roll during the show because I go this way. I constantly have to... If you notice, I'm constantly doing this. It's almost like a mini workout. That's how I'm losing my weight, by the way, <laughs> doing this podcast. We have... Uh, uh, we have a fucking guy crew in here today. Uh, <laughs> and Scopo. Whoa. Uh, you guys who know, know who that is, if you're a fan of the show, uh, we have a, a great show. Uh, a lot of my favorite guests are on. And, and first time, one of my favorite guys uh, in, the, in the business, as we call it, in both businesses. Dave Smith. Dave Thanks, Smith. Bro. No, Appreciate Ariel Hawani is yes. here. I'm here. Yeah. Hey, man. The yeah. Howard Cosell yeah, of right. MMA. A little late. I apologize. You're a little late, but that's okay. Is there we, a video camera in here? Yeah, your your right. camera's where right here, it? my friend. Where, where, where? Right there, right there. Oh, they're wow. All, they're all cut and hit. Wow, all right, all right. Yeah, we have a three-camera shoot. He's, uh, we got th- these guys, that guy. Let's go right on. Let's do a, just a one on Ariel. One on Ariel? Boom. Boom, there he is. <laughs> This is big. This is no, it's not that big. I like it. I like it. It's a, it's it's a very uh, cozy atmosphere in here. This is the Riotcast Studios. We have three shows coming out of here. My show, uh, Glory Hole, and uh, the Hammer Fisting. Hammer Fisting, which Louis Gomez. I, I sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: is that I can I, I know that Louis is kind of starstruck. No, I'm not starstruck. I know Ari- Ariel does what I want to do really? like, with my life to a certain degree. Um, you know, not live in Brooklyn, but um, I, I'd like to live in Manhattan for the rest of my life. So I don't want to fuck it up and make Ariel not like me in the first fifteen minutes of him being. Here. Oh, by the which way, you I already did a vibe. Too late. Like which it. you've yeah. done, yeah. Which you've done with everybody else, <laughs> including me. I don't fucking like Wait, you. So you're you're a comedian, of course. I'm a comedian. You'd rather um, you'd rather be an MMA reporter? No, 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 no. What I what I do? Um, what, you know, dude? Someone might be listening. You, the business no, will probably I, listen yeah. because. Shut up. One second before you go. No, no. <laughs> yeah. hey, this this is a fucking trick question from Ariel. All right. Really. Have you ever listened to any of his interviews? <laughs> he's tricking you. He's fucking, he, he's Tito or teasing you right wow. now. <laughs> Let's not go there. That's yeah. why Ariel always asks like what seems like a really innocent question and Dana White gets furious about it. Like, just yeah, like, we got to, listen, we have a lot to talk about, okay. dude, because you look at, uh, we're huge fans. You Thank know you. I'm a huge Thank fan. Thank you, yes. Um, You've been on my show. I've been on your, I yes. love your show. Thank you. Um, and I, I, look, I'm proud to know you from back in the, when you were fr- I was a fan when you were back in the day hustling. Thank you know, I you, still am. Yeah, you're still hustling, but you're you're up there a little bit, man. You're, you're really doing well. Thank you. And you're, uh, with, I, I mean, you were gone for a week, and I was like, this is not the same show. Honest to God. It's not the same because, look it, I like corporate America. I get it. You have to do, I love Kenny. I love Chael. I love them all. They're all great. Um, I think they they transitioned from being fighters and the ones that still fight into commentators. Great, right. Rogan, Goldie, great. But without you on a show, 
there's, there's, I know there's some type of something might be at you. Ask the question, Thank you. and you can, and you do it in a very monotone way that doesn't make my asshole pucker up. Like I know something's coming, but it just comes out and it's asked, and you just stand like, "What the fuck?" Well, honestly, I don't, uh, I don't overthink it because the, my right. my approach has always been. This is a privilege. I've always wanted to be here. There are thousands of other people who want to be there. Don't don't mess it up. Just ask the question that everyone wants asked, right? Just 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 go out there and don't be afraid. Because what's the worst that can happen? Someone hits you? Like well, what is really going to happen? Almost, yes, for, almost. And if it's one of those guys, that is the worst that could happen. Yeah, but did Rampage almost hit you? There have been some times where it got a little hairy, but I I would rather honestly I'd rather get hit for asking a good question than be mad at myself for not asking a question, for not having the balls to ask It'd a question. It would be amazing if you got hit and then you were critiquing how they were hitting you <laughs> yeah, exactly. as they were hitting you. You call and that I, a mount? I've Ugh. never been afraid of getting hit. The, the guys are... You've never been intimidated good. out of asking a question? There's always been, there's only been one time where I was somewhat intimidated. Can we stop? Can we guess? Yeah, Can we go guess? Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I say I, Nick Diaz. I yeah. would go Rampage one. No, I say Nick Diaz. No, because Rampage, Rampage is more contrived. I can tell that's like he's trying to do the big eyes thing. Nick Diaz is genuinely a psychopath. But Nick wasn't that... I remember the one I'm thinking. Can we of, let him answer the question? Angry, like it no, was kinda, which one are you thinking about? I'm thinking when the, he was saying the thing like around where I'm from, guys like exactly. you get slapped. He was kind of laughing. No, that me. was the time because that was it, really? before the yeah. interview, yes. he refused to talk to me. He said, "I'm not talking to him. I'm not talking to him." And it was this whole kind of scene. And the PR people were like, "No, you know, this is this is one of the interviews. It's going to be okay." And so Caesar Gracie was also there and said for him to do it. And I could just tell it was it was it was sort of you know boiling 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 boiling. And then when I asked him one question, he got really pissed. It wasn't so much when you know the the where I'm from, people like you get slapped. It was later on when I asked him about the trash talk between him and Paul Daly, and I could just he just said like something like, "You're the one who keeps talking about that. You're the one." I could just I was like, whoa 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 whoa. So that was the only time where I thought something might happen. But um, I I mean. It sounds a little cliche, but these guys are martial artists, and, and and they have a lot of respect. They're not barbarians. You know, when James Tony came to the UFC, it opened my eyes to a whole different world. Because that time we were fighting over the microphone, and he was doing all these theatrics. And in the boxing world, you have to be your own promoter. It's really on you to sell the fight. Mm-hmm. In the UFC world, the MMA world, you rely on the promotion. I really got to see how different it was in the boxing world. Yeah, I get scared for you sometimes. <laughs> like I'm like, oh god, especially my mom really gets scared. Yeah, dude. Because you do ask the questions we do want to know. A lot of guys don't do that. It's it's kind of some basic stuff, uh, you know. Just get them in, get them out. You yeah. you and you piss off Dana too. You say you, I don't know why you piss him off, but even saying, even in the even in like the press conferences after, it's the most entertaining dynamic ever. Though, dude, I love watching it. Thank it's you. Like so interesting because there's just it's it's like these seemingly harmless questions <laughs> that for some reason oh sorry that for some reason really seem to get under his skin. I don't exactly get why. I, I don't know. I, I mean, you would know better than me. I, I don't even know if it gets under his skin because honestly, if it if it got under his skin, would I still be talking to him? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think a lot of that is Dana, and I've watched it happen a lot because I, I go to the pressers a lot. He does that a lot with you. I think it's almost like a more of a ball busty thing. I think he genuinely likes yeah. you. That's what it kind of comes. It's off. almost like an Ali and a, uh, a Howard Cosell thing. Like you, I feel like you're that guy. You you're, say, you're so different than the other guys. What are you gonna smash me for calling? You fucking say Howard Cosell one more time today, <laughs> dude. Dude, he Googled how to spell Howard Cosell before the show started. No, he did. I, I am. I'm. I didn't do that. He did that. Don't put me in dumb bus <laughs> with Scopo. Okay. Even well, though I, I want to, I don't want to get the name wrong. Jeez. One time there was one interview I did with uh, Vice. Vice has a website called Fight. Yeah. And I said that I want to be the Howard Cosell of MMA. And some people didn't like that. I think that I am 120th where Howard Cosell was even when he started. Right. And I don't think I'll be 
when this is all said and done, one one hundredth of what he the impact that he had on his sport. Um, that's but what if sucks. I if I can try to be that, why right. not? Why not shoot for? Yeah, to but be the that's best, what right? sucks about fucking Twitter and yeah. every asshole. As soon as you say I want to be this, they trash you. I want to be that. Why can't How you? How dare say you? That? How dare you yeah, say that name? Fuck yourself. What are you supposed to shoot for? Failure? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that high. He was a big nosed guy with a wig. I mean, I could have <laughs> said I want to be the Mike Straka of MMA, but who would? What happened, that? Mike? I love <laughs> I Mike. Where's fucking Straka? Where is he? I don't know. Okay. What the Wait, do you not like? I think Straka? that's when when we first met on his show, right? We, yeah, you, we, you want to be the Aaron yeah. Andrews of MMA? I have a, I, I have no beef. Me with and Aaron. me and you, yeah. we used to do. Mike Straka had the show on Fox. Yeah. Yep. He was a producer on another show. Yep. And he loved MMA so much, so he just he literally made his own show about MMA. He was almost before his time. He was Especially way before with the his Fox time. deal. Oh yeah, because the Fox wasn't with the UFC at that time. Oh my God, Fox could News. you imagine yeah. if he was? He would be. He'd be right up there with all you guys. Yeah. And he's. I love Mike Straka. He's fucking great. He works and, for uh, Fuse now. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, he was a producer, but he loved MMA so much. He had this great show. I remember sitting next to Frankie Edgar yeah. and being like, who's this guy? He was doing <laughs> underground fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting next to this guy, and I remember he wouldn't laugh at anything I said. And I was busting his balls like, Jesus Christ, this guy hasn't smiled yet. And I'm sitting next to uh, the future champ, for Christ's sakes. And uh, we used to do the show all the time. That's when yeah. you just had your... What was it a podcast? I was I was very small at the time, but yeah. uh, I just started with AOL when I when I was uh, on right. that show. But no, he he's doing okay. I was just no, he's I love Mike. Yeah, yeah. but he was he was. Uh You'd always see him at the fucking bar at the shows. Yeah. I think he likes to drink. Oh, he does. A little bit. Yeah. Plus, he'd rip your head off, too. He's really... Yes. He's into martial arts. He's big in jiu-jitsu. He's a small guy, but he'll kill you. know Mike Strucker, right? Yeah, I did uh, I did Glory Hole with him. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Whoa. What the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was fine. He just he wasn't fucking, he wasn't that cool in Glory Hole, honestly. What do you mean? He just wasn't that cool. He was kind of a dick. What did you really? do? What did I didn't you do, do shit, dude. He came on Glory Hole, and he was just kind of being... You know, it was too cool for school. Yeah, kind of too cool for school. Very condescending toward the idea of doing a podcast. Just really? called Glory Hole. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Yeah, I mean, you're on a show called Glory Hole. <laughs> I get it. I just I was chubby. bummed out because Ariel's cool, and I'm like happy to sit next right. to him and have a conversation with him. I was pumped to be on a show with Mike. Hey Strack. guys, can we hurry up? I've got a seven o'clock at Donkey Punch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you. Know, but that that's it kind of bummed me out. Like when you meet somebody, like dude, uh, Caesar Gracie. That's yeah. like you mentioned him before. It's like I had him on the show, and I'm I'm such a fan of his. His camp and his guys and it's like he was such a fucking asshole on the show really and I was, yeah dude just really just and it was because it was a podcast and I, he didn't know who I was did you piss him know, off or was I, he I, we, we asked him a question where we didn't I guess what was uh, the question Nick was trained it was Tinkle's fucking question it was he a bad question up. yeah hmm. uh, Nick had trained with uh, was it Andre Ward yeah he asked him about training For with Andre Ward before. it was like three years after no no, no, no he it asked him this it like, like it was like eight months uh, later he asked him this like no 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 he asked him this last year he asked him this last year he was training with Andre Ward I mean, that's like kind of old news, dude. This has been years. Either way, there's like, a way like, to yeah. handle it, dude. You, you, it, well, by the way, I, we all we asked was like, how uh, how was it training with Andre Ward? And he was like, well, maybe you guys should do your research because uh, we have yeah. a trailer. And you're like, all right, dude, come on, man. Like, uh, like obviously, we're not going to know every fact. Well, you should if you're going to be a friggin' MMA, right? You do. Well, if you want to be an MMA reporter. To answer that question. Yeah, but, you never got to answer the question. But I, here's Ariel, the thing. Think, I never got to see someone's dream crushed live. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
No, dude. I, look, that I'm was a, the most beautiful thing. I'm a comic. Last time he saw that, was, uh, tears in his eyes when his father died. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Just being real now? <laughs> Just naming real things? Um, his father is dead. Yeah, he's dead. I'm sorry to hear We know, but we joke about it all the time. Really? Yeah, no, no, no. Listen, it we happened all... happened in a very funny Dude, way. it was like people, 25 days ago. Listen, so. people, accept facts. Your dad's dead, you'll never be an MMA reporter. <laughs> you were saying. If you, if you see a Puerto Rican ghost smiling near the window, that's, <laughs> that's Senor Gomez. Yeah, holding cocaine and a bloody knife. <laughs> in my world, we're like all buttoned up. Not as buttoned up as, as you know, yeah. maybe some other sports, but like yeah. we don't joke I, about people's dads, so this is all very new. I like, I like that the ghost <laughs> died and the knife became a ghost with it. <laughs> like it's a part of his body now. With the cocaine. <laughs> Just saying, oh, put it, a little love in your heart. <laughs> It's funny though. You're right. Look, this is the comic world you're in right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So it is funny. We were talking. I was talking. I literally gave everybody a pecked up pep 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 talk. Oh, shut up! You know he what just I had tried his titties to move. Like, hey, girl. Pep talk before the show. Ariel, you're in the corporate world now. This is this is the big time. This is Fox. You got to be careful of what you say, what you tweet, what you face, everything out there. Not only because look, you have a family, you're a respectable guy, but you're also you know you. This is a you're in the public eye in a corporate way right now. Does that change your life? No, it, it hasn't. I actually think that I'm not really that. Co- I think actually what people might uh, like about me is that I don't come across as corporate. I, I sound the exact same way. Right. Perhaps I, I talk a little slower now. But I haven't put on this fake voice. Um, I think I'm pretty much the same guy. I remember one time you told me that uh, you liked when I wore the um, sneakers, the sneakers, but also the. Uh, I think you you called it the Pulp Fiction suit, like yes. the black and white. Yeah, and it's pretty much the same thing. I mean, I yeah. really haven't changed all that much. So I think that it, people like to see the fact that I started as really just a fan. Yeah, not that long ago, six years ago. Yeah, and. You know, here I am now, and I'm pretty much the same. I'm wearing the same stuff. I'm, so I, I, I don't really consider myself corporate, honestly. How did you get from, you used to be into wrestling, right? Well, I was, I was always into combat sports, any kind of sport. No, yeah, so, are you, you're, so you're into sports totally. Into Baseball? Sports. Love it. Everything. Except I, I will say that I've soured on team sports just because all my sports teams suck. And uh, it's New York? Made, well, Knicks. Wow, we're having such yeah. a rough time. Well, so got, depressing, dude. I'm sorry about that because I'm a Boston fan, so yeah. the last 12 They're years have been amazing. The Celtics tonight. But yes, uh, I, I think the Boston sports fan has been the most spoiled sports fan, sports uh, fan in the awful. last decade. Oh, the yeah. last decade that you've had. They spent my entire childhood bitching about how they never get yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And, and we got the it last all. decade has just been... I yeah, mean, Bruins, Celtics, Patriots, Red Sox. Red Sox insane. three times. I think that I am the most tortured sports fan in America, uh, Knicks, Boo. who are a laughing stock, the Buffalo Bills, oh my who are God. the only team. A lot of people don't know this. The only in New team, York, the, well, uh, the only that's true. The only team to not make the playoffs in the 21st century. The only NFL team. I'll still go. I'm Knicks and Jets. I think I have you beat so far. No way, because you guys at least made it to the conference championship a couple times. You guys made two, how many Super Bowls? That was in 1991. Yeah, but that's worse. They did four in a row and, and didn't lost. win one. Do you know how oh. fucked up a stat that is? The latter, did you ever see that Curse of the Bambino of documentary? Course, yes. And. Hosted by future Batman Ben Affleck, and he's he's talking about. Or they, they stop! Say stop like, one second. Don't spill water on the guest. <laughs> no, because Ben Affleck being Batman made me furious too. I had to throw my water on the floor. Okay, go ahead. This is gonna end Lewis just like trying to beat up Ariel, going, "There can be only one in the saddest <laughs> Highlander." <laughs> no, so uh, and they're talking about like, oh, the curse of the Bambino, and for years, and then like, oh, we were the last team to racially integrate. Like, wasn't that the real curse? Like, wasn't that? <laughs> oh, maybe. Why? Wow, that was a long way to go for <laughs> that, you fucking ass. Can't wait. Yeah, that I, I thought you. 
bomb now. So no, that's the bomb bandana. You know what? Throw I, that. Nobody, no, nobody laughed at it. Yeah, Fuck you, Mike. That. Take put, that shit. Put that on the mic. Mike's been killing so it. I got the bill. You, you own it. I'm just renting it. <laughs> the bill. Ah, give it back to him. I don't know what's going on here right now. I do. This is what happens. You get comics in the room. They yap over each other. Someone had a good one. That's all. You'll get used to it. And then the Montreal Expos, who don't exist. Ugh. They don't exist. Those are my sports Great teams. logo, though. Wow. Great logo. All right, so that is pretty rough. Those are my teams. You're the Nationals and now, though. You can root for that, Screw no? the Nationals. No, I, I would that. rather... I, I don't even tell, <laughs> I wouldn't even tell you what I'd rather do than root for the Nationals. Right. No way. So, Be a Mets fan. It's the worst. No. But I do have this dilemma now with my son. Uh, you know, what am I going to... You know, I, I can't make him yeah, Red for Sox. Him. Come on. Give him a life. <laughs> Let Red Sox, no, Celtics, give him a life. Be a Yankee fan. Yeah, that's the life. Oh, that's what we're off. leaning towards. When's the last time the Yankees did shit? Two thousand nine. That two thousand nine. What'd they do? They won the World Series. That's bullshit. That was fixed because they got the new stadium. Everybody knows that was fucking fixed. Baseball gave it to them. I never, heard, I never heard that theory. Absolutely. So the first 26 pennants they earned, but the 27th oh, one, God. that was the fixed one. Oh, fuck all you. Can you even be a sports fan after winning so many times? Like, where's the drive to to actually sit there and, and emotionally invest yourself? I think you're absolutely Honestly. I, I think you're right. I kind of grew up as a Yankee fan. I was really into, like, 96 when yeah. they won. I just don't. I stopped caring after. After you win, like, four or five, what it's do you just do after? like, it's, there's nothing so special about I a can agree after winning three now and then with the three with the well that, I think that's a different thing with MMA because I don't watch other sports but it, it's kind of funny that you bring it back to that because <laughs> you but weren't like, good no because with like George St. Pierre who's just so are you good, better than us now a, a part of it yeah, even though I'm a point. huge GSP fan I still kind of go like I want to see what Johnny Hendricks is going to be able to do a part of me kind of wants to mix it up I want to see him lose but even though I'm a fan I would still accept that loss just because I'm a fan of the sport do as I, well I'm well, telling you MMA that, sorry go ahead that's why I love MMA though is because this is what it sucked with teams when 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 the Patriots lost to the Bills yes it, the first time I fucking lost my mind I was so hurt I was so and I was like I don't get this this is terrible I shouldn't be this way I shouldn't be all fucking angry and pissed off this is not healthy with the Rams no the Patriots and the Bills uh, not bills. the Bills not the Bills the the Giants the Giants the okay. Giants when they lost oh, the yeah, first yeah. one oh, when they lost right, right yeah right. on the fucking head and the yeah, miracle. Yeah, yeah. It made me sick to my stomach. I was like, what am I doing? That's when I realized, like, MMA, at least when you watch a show, I can root for both guys. Yeah. It's not a it's not a state thing. You know what I mean? It's There's also no teams. No one's leaving. No one's getting traded. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just mano y mano, and I love... There's nothing like fight night. Here's the great thing about the UFC and MMA in, 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 in general. You know, this year there's going to be 49 events, which is, which is a lot. It's, a lot. it's the most they've ever had. But every single week presents a whole new... Uh, different set of stakes, different stories, uh, different titles up for grabs. Right. I mean, last week, uh, there was Alexander Gustafson. He was trying to cement his place as the number one contender again. This week, it's a whole new set of guys. What so a card like, this week, It's, it's amazing. But it's not like game 65 of the NHL season between the Hurricanes and the Rangers <laughs> yes. and they're going through the motions. Being a reporter, it's so refreshing. Week to week, there could be no offseason, and that gets a little tiring. It's still so exciting from week to week because last week is done, whole new set of circumstances. Right. This week's done. Next week, and I just love that about the sport. Every yeah. week feels like a playoff. That is so cool. And it, it's also such a young sport that it's still, I mean, even what you were saying with the GSP thing, it's just diff football and basketball. These sports have kind of been hammered out. They kind of are what they are. MMA is like in three years, there's a level that's way higher than the level this year. So so seeing like GSP, you're almost like, how much longer can he, eventually he's going to get put out by but someone. But it is kind of like, sad too, though, because the, the, the sport is uh, 
growing so fast and people are becoming so much better that the guys that I do love are kind of getting out quicker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where before guys would be around for a long, because that was it. There was only a certain amount of guys and these are the guys that fought and you grew to love them. Now they're kind of getting uh, rushed. Uh, they, they get, they're going out a lot quicker. Do you know what I mean? So like new guys are popping up. I don't know who the next guy's going to be, which is great. But, you know, the Diaz brothers, I mean, are they going to fight again? Are they? What's going on? I mean, Maybe I love those guys. There's an interesting um, state of transition right now. A lot of the, right. you know, the Force, the Steffens, Matt Hughes, they're all retiring. Yeah. But I think there's there's a new crop of guys. R- this year is interesting for the UFC, at least the beginning part of the year, because there's a lot of injuries. I mean, uh, look at uh, Cain Velasquez is out until at least October or November. Right. That's the heavyweight champion. John Jones took a bit of an extended leave. He's coming back end of April. Um, Anderson Silva, gone, right? George St. Pierre. Gone. Anthony Pettis, gone until December, fighting oh, Gilbert Melendez. That sucks. He's never healthy, man. That's- Jose Aldo is often very... But well, that's uh, the thing about UFC in the past few years is that they've become the headliner themselves. So yes. even when a lot of their stars... That was all fight, part of the plan, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Buy the pay-per-view for UFC. But here's the thing. I thought in the past that those three letters would guarantee you at least like 250,000 pay-per-view buys the times are changing because with so many shows mm. before it used to be it's UFC night I'm buying it I'm watching it no matter what mm. now fans are picking and choosing much like WWE and they suffered a lot in pay-per-view but you they evolved to, with the network well well, that remains to be seen yeah. I mean they really haven't put out their first pay-per-view so once mm. you start picking and choosing yeah. a slippery slope might develop and fans might start skipping more than they I, watch I, and I was saying this on my show recently with Dave and me and Dave got into like kind of a big debate I think I used the term oversaturation. I think that's not the right term. What? I'm sorry. Just you saying that. Just made me laugh. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm, it, I'm sorry, dude. It was the, the vocabulary f- word for the week. <laughs> no, it was just. You, it was just. You, that was really good. That shot. I didn't think you were going to get through it, but you hit. The, you hit the landing, and it fucking made me laugh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to fucking punch you I'm in your fucking don't. asshole. I swear <laughs> to God. Now that's you. That's well, the guy. I, I was, <laughs> no, but the point I was making, I think you're right about that because I'm a hardcore fan, and I what I did was I had skipped the UFC China card. I just didn't get up at eight in the morning, and I didn't get the time that day to go watch the cards, and the. the the point that I had made was two or three years ago, those guys wouldn't have even made the cut in the UFC for the right. most part. Most of the guys that were on the main card, and now I think that they're kind of selling it to the casual fan. And as a hardcore fan, I kind of feel I'm like I'm being a little bit left out. Like each event isn't for me anymore. So you're the hardest of the hardcore. I'm a hardcore. Like you signed up to Fight Pass. Sign up to Fight Pass. You'll watch the England show. I'll watch everything. 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 Except wow. now, you too? but oh, yeah. now yeah. it just becomes a thing where I go, I don't really have to watch everything. Two years ago, those guys would have been no, fighting see, in Strike Force or Bellator. This was our argument this isn't the truth two years ago those guys you're were, not the truth they <laughs> they would have they're like they would have been champions two years ago these guys are really good the level just keeps going i up don't even up. know if i agree with that though mm. because they, there are people that are amazing like ben Askren, who's the champion of bellator and the ufc doesn't have there's him. like three guys you like know no, there, there's, there's some guys like that are out guys. there i'm just saying that the ufc they've almost created their own minor league with the facebook cards yep. the Fox I, fights, I agree the with FX yep. fights so now it becomes a thing where no i can kind of I need, now I can almost pick and choose which fights I want to watch, even though it's most of the time all of them. But you know, I do think that there's something to that where the hardcore fans are kind of not really being considered. And also, back in the day, being called a UFC fighter meant a whole lot more than it does today, only because there were less events, that's true. less that's fights, 100%. That's less a quote fighters. From Lewis J. Gomez. Did you listen to my last show, Ariel? I did not. Damn it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, you know, so these days. 
you're right. They have created their own little minor league, and uh, that's their way of dominating the landscape, and it's mm-hmm. their way of trying to you know, really dominate um, internationally as well. So it remains to be seen if this is going to work out, but it's certainly in 2006 when you're a UFC fighter when there were like 12 events, it's a lot different than being called the UFC fighter when there are 49 yeah, events. Yeah, well, that's true, but at the same time, look, no one else is doing it successfully, so sure. the UFC has to do the minor league because no one else is being successful as the minor league. I'm not hating uh, on them for doing the, no, those but shows, I also, but it, I can't the times say have it's oversaturated when I, I, there's so much more Football, basketball, things like basketball. There's like March Madness. There's all these NBA. But here's teams, the difference. There's, there's an off season, and distance always makes the heart grow fonder. Football fans, that's true. Come July, August oh, are bad. going insane. I mean, they're going insane because the free agency. They right can now. watch the. They can watch the the combine now. Right. They have a combine a week of just uh, uh, because they college want more and more and more. But the games, yards, yeah. but the games only return in the summer, so yeah, that distance true. really makes you wanting more. The UFC is essentially 52 weeks. Is that a year. what they're doing with Pettis? <laughs> Well, do you think do you of. think they're just going to burn out the fan base? It's it's I think this is I mean it just started the expanded schedule just started this year. So it really remains to be seen. I mean, they went from 33 shows last year to 49 or so this year. That's a huge jump. Now and, is this is this making additional money or is this just their new revenue of so how to make money in the first place? What happened was they had this deal with Fox where they um, had 33 or so shows that Fox was going to air on their different networks and also on pay-per-view. Then they launched this thing called Fight Pass. But Fight Pass, which a lot of fans don't understand in my opinion, it's just gravy. Fight Pass is their way of going all around the world and catering to local markets. So now they've hired uh, an English only, a British broadcast crew. Very weird. That was the first time, right? Yeah, first did, time. Uh, you didn't did like not, them. did not like them. I liked them. You did? I liked it. I it gave not. it a bit of local flair. It was a little sophisticated. I was rooting for Dan Hardy. You didn't like and him. I, I just uh, didn't I thought he was very... Com- first time. It's tough. Uh, it'll, maybe it'll get he better. was a little nervous. But the thing is, like... That show aired in prime time in England. It aired in the afternoon here. So they're trying to gain more uh, fans overseas. And, and they actually, as of like October, September, Fight Pass didn't even exist. But they thought, all right, let's just make this available to the fans. These shows are going to be exclusively for the international fans. We'll make it available to the fans here in the U.S. And it's really just gravy. That's all it is. So I, I almost believe that they don't really care if you don't sign up or not. As long as you watch those Fox shows and buy the pay-per-views here, those 33 events are the ones they're most worried about as far as domestically. Well, I remember when when I used to go to these shows, it was like USC 100 was so massive. Yeah, it was such a stacked card. And I was like, holy shit, what an event. What a Super Bowl. And it, like this year, I didn't see... I mean... What I do mean, you think now? All the fights are... Well, Saturday is like that big of a card right now. The Saturday is the biggest card in a while. I wouldn't quite call it 100, but it's, it's good. Not a 100. It's, it's definitely a stacked, not a 100. No, but no. could you do a 100 now? You could. Who With who? Who would be a 100? The, who would the be reason on that I card? think they don't want to do that, though, who? is because they have their guys that sell pay-per-views, and it seems like they want to put the one dude that sells the pay-per-view at the head of their cards, and they don't want to waste three pay-per-views and kind of stack yeah, but them I, together. But that, there was nothing like that. Going to that, I remember going, I can't believe that even the fuck and undercards. UFC 168 was pretty good. Weidman, Silva 2, Ronda, right. Misha. Yeah. That was good. But th- there's nothing like Brock Lesnar. Nothing <laughs> okay. like Brock Lesnar, right? No. What was that? The, the, that? That fight. Oh, the Brock fight? No, the Oh, uh, uh, Henderson, fight. yeah. Nothing like... <laughs> that card had Brock and GSP. Arguably yeah. the two biggest pay-per-view draws. It also had Hendo and Bisping. Crazy. That, what a fucking night. What, yeah. a, and what a knockout. John Jones. A, John Jones was on the undercard. He was on the... I, I, Bonner, can I just right? say something? No, Jake O'Brien. I'm, oh, an, I'm in the back with Norton and John Jones walking. A young, happy, young kid, John Jones. What's up? Hey. Nice dad. Yeah. Hey, just glad to be here, John Jones. Sure. Really different than the John Jones. Oh, yeah. not, not to say that he's an asshole now, but you know, back then he was, hey, what's up? 
And I told I go I told him I go Norton that's going to be the champ someday. Really? Because he's so much bigger than everybody else he was fighting, and he was just annihilating. Uh, dude, people after from after day Stefan one. Bonner, I was convinced this guy's the champ. I just the way he tossed him around like a rag. So what do you like, think of him? Because he's in an interesting spot right now. A lot of people think he's ducking Gustafson. He just rubs some people the wrong way, I, I, and he always has for some reason. Fame. I think, it's fame. Well, I think it's because some people don't believe that he's genuine. You know, like they, that's it. People love Nick Diaz because they think that's Nick Diaz. Even though he's and a he, dick, they like the they love him. They love like, him. You can't. He's he's we, so genuine. We've Nick never. Diaz. You couldn't be faking right, that. But so, we've so, never so. experienced that in the sport. Fighters have always been who they are. Right. You know what I mean? Like just fucking like. Just who they are. We've never experienced the baseball, the football, corporate. Yeah, and you he, feel like that's John Jones. He got yeah. His answers were very you know. Well, you know what happened was he was so clean cut, and you remember he took down that robber um, when he fought yeah, in New Jersey. Yeah. It was all perfect, and he even said he was sponsored by the UFC. First fighter to be sponsored. He yeah. even said the UFC wants to sponsor me because I'll never get uh, a DUI or anything like that. That's a month a cool, later, ooh, yeah, man. a month later he got it, and then all the haters. That came. was my moment, dude. And it wasn't being a hater. Here's the thing. Dude, if you would just own it, if you would just say, "Hey, dude, I'm a I'm a 24 year old millionaire. I'm fucking banging these hot chicks that are in the back He's of my married. car. Let me I just <laughs> I just wrap my fucking Bentley around stop. the tree. <laughs> I'm I'm I got hammered. I fucked up. If he would have just said that, would you tell me all the time? But Bobby Kelly says to me, "Dude, just say you fucked up. Just say you fucked up, and I don't have a problem." Is that your impression? That's of my impression. <laughs> of you. Okay. John Jones couldn't just say I fucked up. He had to talk about the growth that he learned from it and being a Christian and blah blah blah. But wait a minute, I think there's a lot of stuff too that happened with sure. Uh, Rashad, you know, that, that went down where they were going back and forth and he was very snooty. It wasn't like, you know, like Rampage and Rashad, it was like, fuck yeah, you, no, fuck know. you. That's kind of real. With him, he was like, oh, you know, he was being snobby. Dude, he's got like a, a Kanye thing about him that he almost can't get through an interview with just saying one thing that's just kind of so narcissistic. But I'm a very, like, I'm, I'm a big fan like. of John Jones, though. Yeah. I. I like John Jones as the champion. I think he was very pivotal in changing the sport sure. and 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 bring it into mainstream. A guy like that, a young, good-looking champ who uh, can speak and 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 go in front of. He's the LeBron James of MMA right now at that level. Of who athlete, I don't fucking that... like because of it. MMA at fucking when Son and fought. Um, yeah, what happened? Oh, that son of a bitch! I'm son and fought Silva. Son and fought Silva. Me and Jimmy in the front row. Yeah, yeah. He's over there. Hot chicks. You know, three hot chicks. Smoke don't know a thing about the sport by the way somebody is you know whatever with them they're there for why other are those reasons. guys mad okay. at each other yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably the same reason me and norton are there too they got the tickets yeah. the same way we got the, you tickets. Were the three hot chicks in your room <laughs> what are you looking at the three hot chicks going i wish those were super fans instead why can't those be fans i, could I was talk just to? annoying that they had front row okay yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. were in front of us i they were talking on their phones. god and, gave them front row when he gave them those bodies but look, you know? it, here's the deal though in the fight you wanted the guy in front of you to turn around and give you a high five or something you don't want her to go to go to the nosebleed Where's the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, he just called. So anyways, he comes over. To, they go, can we get a picture? And they, can you take it? I go, absolutely, I'll take it. And I take a picture of LeBron with these three girls. And I go, hey, you take photos with fat, bald fans? And he just went, looked me up and down and walked away. You're kidding. <laughs> Swear to God. Wow. I was like, dude, I self-deprecated. Yeah. That's an issue. You have to, you have to let And isn't me that in. Norton's thing? Like, doesn't he love getting pictures with people? That's Norton's. That's why, you know, when I go, I'm, I'm literally... <laughs> 
He knows who everybody is now, but when right. we first started going, I'd be like, that's Machida. What if, what if LeBron did that's that? That's the champ. This <laughs> You need that picture. Get that picture. What if LeBron left because you self-deprecated? I can't take pictures with a guy who doesn't optimize himself. You know? <laughs> you, you know, okay. Have some self-confidence. The, the funniest part, the funniest photo when, uh, I forget what, it was the fan expo when they had in the, they had a green room yeah, set up in the expo. And <laughs> me and Norton go in the back and uh, every, we walk in and every fighter's there. Like every, they're funneling in and out. Every single fighter you've ever wanted to meet is funneling in and out of this room because they're, they're out on the floor and then they go back for refreshments back here. We get passes. We're back there. Norton's flipping out. There's another guy in there. He's got a bag of gloves. Bobby's flipping out. He's having refreshments. <laughs> so he's, uh, he's got this bag of gloves. Norton snaps. Uh, I need gloves. I need gloves. So uh, Reed. Reed Harris. Or uh, what's the other guy that was doing it, that was doing the publicity? Jim uh, Byrne. Jim Byrne, who yeah, I love. Yeah. He goes and gets Norton a bag of gloves. Norton goes and buys a bag of gloves. So um, we're just sitting there for hours <laughs> getting these fighters to sign these gloves. How many <laughs> he, of the fighters know you guys? None. None? Nah. Not one? Not well, one? Once, not a Joe Lozon type? I feel like someone like well, that would not. is. I love Lozon. Yeah. And we, we play Call of Duty together. You do? Yeah, he's fucking... But I, I kind of introduced myself on Twitter and blah, 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 but I, you know, big fan. And we, we so met. how does that work? Do you text him and say, want to play? Like, is it just one-on-one? Well, we, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan. No, we play together, and he's fucking one of the best players I've ever seen. Really? He played one game with just a knife. Yeah, because didn't he do like 30, nothing but play that he game He got forever? a 30-kill streak. Streak a thirty and one is is crazy. Like I and I'm just watching him play. Are you talking to each other? Um, yeah, we can talk to each other. Yeah, just shitty Boston not, accent back and forth. Nah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he. Uh, but here's the thing: I invited him to one of my shows and I left tickets, and I don't know if he ever went huh. or maybe he didn't like it because I never heard. Hey, dude, great job. And it's I don't nice want to hear that. I don't want to ask. Did you go? Did Did you get the well, tickets? Can't, can't you ask? Will call. No, couldn't you have asked? no, I don't. I, I could have at then, but I just kind of waited for the. Uh, hey, dude, great. The, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, dude, you were so, awesome, and I never. <laughs> I met him once. Is it so weird when you meet those guys? Like, are you really you, you feel like they're so much bigger in your mind, sure. and then you see it, and you're like, this little guy would beat the shit out. Of it. weird, there's almost something weird about seeing like a small guy who you just know, like, and they're so down to earth, right? Yeah, most of the time, Lozon was. I mean, I just met him they're very all, briefly. They're all nice. fucking great. That I was love, that was yeah. the best part about him. That was one of the sales pitches. That Dana used a lot. These guys are great guys. They're right. not. They're all down to earth. You well, that's why Dana when you, also so. When you meet them, and when you meet them in the back, I couldn't fucking believe how nice they were. But we were in this thing, and it, he was. We weren't supposed to be there. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're nice. Most of them, they're really nice. But there was a couple of them back there who were like, "Get this fucking guy really? away from me." I have a photo Ooh. of of Vandalay, really, who was eating. Well. And Norton was like, you know, Norton, can I, can I, can I ask him? Ask him. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he's fucking eating. It's Van. He's the axe murder. I'm not fucking asking the axe murder while he's eating. <laughs> and he's like, just fucking. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, well, the and then he goes murder. up. I go, you ask him. I was afraid to. And then he walks up. He goes, excuse me. He goes, I'm eating. And there's this photo of him looking at. Oh, the come on, dude. Let's see. I'm eating. I, I took the photo. <laughs> I'm eating. Come on. I took the photo. 
I'm so happy I had the frame of mind to snap that. He's just like, <laughs> like fuck him. <laughs> and then he took the, and then Norton, he doesn't give up. He still took, the, he waited right there. He sat behind Vandalay Silver like, like this, and he could feel him waiting. It was the most uncomfortable I've ever been in my life. <laughs> was this UFC 100 or the? No, not that one. It was the one after Later, that. right. Yeah. I, one, one more thing just about John Jones that I wanted to say was, because I don't want it to end, you know, on, the, on that point. Yeah. He's gone from like pretty boy Floyd. You remember Floyd Mayweather when yeah. he was just like, oh, I'm so pretty to money Mayweather Floyd. He's in the process of going to where he's embracing the haters. And this is very interesting to watch because finally he's coming to terms with the fact that some people don't like him. Change yeah. his Twitter logo now to, to Daffy Duck because people are saying he's ducking Alexander Gustafson. He's embracing the hate. And this is a lot more interesting than the guy who's trying to be the church boy. Rousey, sure. fan, Rousey's like doing that. that too. Rousey does that very well. But well, I, you said Koscheck before, that well you know, like there hasn't been a Brock Lesnar. And I mean... That was a part of his appeal, you know. That oh yeah, he would cut promos. He would Brock get angry. Look, yeah, well, you can't he, you can't have everybody be Rich Franklin or George St. Pierre. You no. need people in the sport like no. Nick Diaz, Michael Bisping, uh, Chael. Chael yeah, they sell I don't tickets. care whether it's contrived or if it's they're genuinely this but, crazy enigmatic personality. No matter what, you need people to hate in the sport. And if you don't have that dynamic, you're not nobody's going to be interested in the sport. The thing, the thing that John Jones is that I think make people not dig is that even all those what all those guys had in common, especially like the Chuck Liddells, the Randy Couturses, they really did have this ethic of like, I'll fight anyone, anywhere, right. anytime. They bat, they always talk. And yeah, but it's a about. different time so, look, now. Let me, let me, I'm just is. saying the thing, much more than that DUI, I think what fucked over John Jones was the Chael son. Yeah, but there's a different time now. Go, Listen, David. Chael, dude. Just shut up. <laughs> Fucking keep yapping. <laughs> just never shut up like the first hammer fisting. Um... It, it It's a different time now. There was less fighters. Now there's a lot more. These guys get paid less. I mean, this guy is fighting for a fight bonus and he he's fighting for his title, a win bonus. These guys, if they don't make, if they don't win, if they just go in there and brawl it out and fucking, he gets clipped a lot of money's Chill lost, and they don't get to fight right away again. I mean, back when when Chuck was fighting, there were, how many guys were fighting back then? How many fights did they do well, a year? Like six. And they made a lot. I right. mean, look, I, I get, think a lot of guys today would have taken that. And I get the justification for. I look, I get the justification. It doesn't mean that I'm a fan of the guy who says, "Well, it's short notice. I wasn't preparing for this guy. He's a different fighter." Let me tell you something. Uh, the only way I would even accept it at all is if a heavyweight came down and challenged him. You got a guy who's a blown up middleweight who's really hasn't had any success at 205 at all. Who's coming off of a fucking loss a month sh- ago? You, exactly. You should literally go oh, easy fucking payday, and he didn't, and that's what bugged me. And well, we saw what happened when they fought. And well, but you know the thing that people don't mention is that Jones actually made a smart business decision because then he got to be on the Ultimate Fighter with him, mm, and then they true. got to do the whole thing. So he actually, you know, at the time, so the thing is, is, is that I, Jones or is that Dana? Is that Dana? Well, it all worked out. It all worked out. And here's the thing that sometimes that I get bothered by with this sport. Okay, this guy gets injured a week before fight. Throw in this guy. They're not rock'em, sock'em robots. That's they true. really aren't. You yeah. know, like this, is, this should be treated as a they real train. sport. This yeah. should be treated. If he doesn't feel like he has enough time, if eight days isn't enough time for him to prepare for a title fight, he has the right to say, you know what? And, and, and look, the card should have been better. Right? The, card, yeah. the co-main event of that card was, yeah, was uh, Jay Haran against Jake Ellenberger. Ridiculous. 
The card should have been better. That, that was a fuck up on the UFC, and they do that with Jones. Jones is like the only guy they do it with where they don't stack a card around him. They always go, "It's gonna be a Jones fight. People are gonna buy it," and they don't. They did it recently. His last fight, it wasn't a super stacked card either. Well, UFC 165 against Gustafson. Yeah. Uh, no one, th- everyone thought he was gonna smoke him. There was no intrigue in that fight. Now mm. I think it's one of the most intriguing fights yeah. they can but make. But that, that again, when he says he doesn't want to fight Gustafson, it just plays back into totally. this narrative where it's like, "Well, no, dude, we've seen you tear through everyone. Then you had a five round." War, we want to see that again. I mean, sure. that's what yeah. With Gustafson's win this weekend, that's it's a completely justified rematch. I, but I'm saying I what people want to hear is is John Jones go. I'll f- yeah, I'll fight anyone. Any that's what they want to hear. Well, yeah. we became fans. All of us, everyone in this room became a fan of this sport for, in the early days. Where you no, know, you didn't know your opponent. You didn't know who was going to be in round two yeah. or round three of the tournament that night. And that is the bones and the, the foundation of this sport. So those are the things that drew us to it originally. And when Jones turns down a fight on eight days' notice against well, a middleweight. It's kind of like well, yeah, I mean, you want I, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that though. It's I just mean, not the spirit. What if you go in and you, you, you were preparing to fight this guy, and then all of a sudden you're fighting this guy? I mean, mentally, that must fucking be weird. And let's not ignore this. Um, you know, a lot of the biggest star in the sport, in my opinion, is Dana White. Whether you like it the or love what? it, the biggest star in the sport Absolutely. is Dana White. Absolutely. He is the and draw. I think that's a conscious decision. Absolutely, too. He's, he's not got, going anywhere. It's right. Like Vince McMahon, I think, one hundred percent, and. He set the tone. He set the narrative. He said Greg Jackson killed UFC 151. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he was not very complimentary of John Jones. Fans pick up on that. If, if Dana says that fans pick up on a lot of fans, there are obviously right. some that don't do that. Right. So, and it's interesting to note their their relationship now. Like you, you hear Dana talking about Henan Burrell. If he wins, he's going to be the pound for pound king. Chris Weidman. Uh, Ronda Rousey is the biggest star in the history of our sport. <laughs> you don't hear that so much about John Jones. Nope, not anymore. Out of him, not anymore. You did. You did. You did when he for was coming a up. When he was coming up, he was he's oh my god, it was his it was his boy. And then something did happen after that fight. But I think something happened behind the scenes, too. But you always wonder about that. I think Dana knows that Dana's a brilliant promoter. I think a part of him, a part of that relationship spoiling is contrived as well. I think that, you know, he knows that John Jones, not everyone's going to like him. People, he sees the way kind of people reacted to the DUI thing, the Chelsea Sonnen fight. So he says, let me sell this guy as a villain because more people are going to tune in to watch do, this guy lose. Do you think the sport would be as big as it is today if Dana kept his hair? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't is, think so. That is, it's amazing to look back at that early oh footage. Oh my fucking the lord! Suits, I would not watch hair. if he was the fuck. If that guy was the head, the I I would literally be tuning into fucking Bellator. See, you, it's already hard enough to pull off being a guy named Dana, but that <laughs> hair. <laughs> have you seen his first appearance? His, on he's nervous. It he's is so nervous. nervous. He says he's, we're revved he's and ready shaking. to go. Oh, re- <laughs> remember that? Someone needs to get him a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> Someone needs to give him a T-shirt that says revved and ready to go. It was so it was like it, it was it was it was like uh, watching Goldberg the wrestler right, right, right. do interviews after the fight on Showtime. So uh, oh. looking up at the looking up like this fucking questions in the air. Do you remember, remember when he interviewed Phil Baroni after one of the fights and Phil uh, pulled his pants down to show him that his groin was all? You don't remember that? No. What happened? It was Phil Baroni against uh, Frank Shamrock, and then he went backstage to interview him, and he asked him about getting kicked somewhere here, and Phil like just literally pulled his pants down. Right. You don't remember that? That's why no. Phil's fighting in Singapore right now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. <laughs> and Phil, you know Phil is, uh, you know, packing. Because, you know, I would never do that. Sure. Big old fat cock. It'd take me 10 minutes. Hang on. I'd play like, talk for 10 minutes. Give me, give me a couple seconds. I'm going to show you this. Just, uh, you have any photos? <laughs> Ariel, can I, let me ask you yeah. a question. Because I've asked a bunch of MMA people this. And nobody's ever been able to really give me a response. And I can't even think of a reason why. But it seems like in, in Why Phoenix, can't I break into the business? <laughs> we still haven't gotten the answer to that question. We'll save it for the end. We'll yes. save it for the end yeah, of yeah. What, I, how, what I want to do with 
with all this shit. Right. Why is it that mixed martial arts fans are so accepting of female mixed martial arts, mm. but no other sports fan is accepting of the female versions of their sports, WNBA, yep, whatever yep. it is, but the MMA fans just don't really give a fuck. A huge it. WNBA I, I have an fan. answer for that. <laughs> right. Go ahead. What well, is that, Michael? Because you don't have to start a whole league. You just add it to what's already there. If you're good, they're not going to integrate. It's, it's not women against men. They're not going to put women in the NFL against men, and then men... Uh, who are the main audience of football aren't going to want to watch a whole football league First dedicated of all, if they to put them. four women on the field, I would start watching football. But you don't, wanna, you don't <laughs> no, want to see I, the WNBA of the MMA. You know right. what I mean? Like I, That doesn't I do will watch well. WNBA because it's not as good sure. as the NBA. Not even close. They can't even dunk. But women hitting each other is still... They, no, they don't hit each con- other as good. Hang on no, one second. But it's still... They're going to hang on contact. It's hang on one contact. second. There's nothing... And I, I said this before MMA, back in boxing. Women go out there and fight because mm. they know they have to. They know they have to. They have to put it all on the line because when the fuck this might be the last time they're fighting for their lives. Every fight means something to these people. W- a women, you never see a boring woman fight. You never do. Don't you, you also they, think like it's a reaction to the oversaturation? If you're watching, what did you say, like 49 yeah, that's yeah. True too. fight cards of just you're dudes. Dealing with the, you're dealing with the best of the best yep. women out there. Yep. Yeah. You're absolutely right. With the other, when it's you, a little something different. Yeah, a yeah. little something different. You're, both your points are, are spot on. I also think women's boxing never really, you know. Has Lewis said anything that's been spot on? Yes. No, no it's a very good okay, question. Good. I just give him <laughs> some women's credit. He does, he I does what. Yeah. I don't think um, fans really like to see women in the, the baggy shorts and, you know, all that stuff and just punching each other with gloves. Oh, you're wrong. But there is something, <laughs> there. It, 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 it is not a stretch and it is not uncomfortable to watch them fight because of the, gra- I think MMA is a beautiful sport, mm-hmm. as crazy as that might sound, and it doesn't look it just looked uncomfortable to watch women punch each other punch with the big gloves. It didn't look right. And for some reason, MMA, it just it doesn't seem like such a stretch from the men. You right. know what I mean? It doesn't feel uncomfortable. And I think Ali, too, having his daughter, when you put that nepotism in and that, you know, if Ali's son fought and it wasn't as good, but that, that Ronda Rousey is her own entity and doesn't sure. have Can that we, stigma. I want to talk about Ronda Rousey for a second. One, one more point about yeah, this. Sure. And also, I, I also feel like when you watch these women, like when you watch Ronda, she's an Olympic medalist. You know, mm. you don't feel like you're watching an inferior. As you mentioned, yeah. you don't feel like you're yeah. watching an inferior product of a, a product that you love. Often, the best fight on the card is the women's fight, mm. and and I think they've done a good job. You know, from Gina Carano, and yes, let's not you know be crazy. I know you guys wouldn't be you know look sell. And the big stars Absolutely. like Ronda, well, I mean, and Gina, even, uh, and even Cyborg, who has a look, sells. I mean, there's well, a reason why Gina she looks was like in my a, uncle. But, yeah. she said, <laughs> yeah, sure. but there's a reason Gina was in a Soderbergh movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? look, Sarah McMahon deserved the shot before Gina Absolutely. did. For no, Misha. no question. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, before Misha. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think, I mean, first of all, Gina, Gina Carano. I hope she comes back because she's. How do you feel about that? Oof. Have you heard about these rumors? You don't, don't like get it. me started, dude. Yeah, I don't think it's good. UFC. Dana White came out and he said, "Where well, we got Gina Carano under a four uh, right, right, under right. a four fight contract? If she wants a fight, we'll give it to her. But then you're gonna tell fucking Cyborg that she's got to go take fights at 135 elsewhere yeah. after she fucking retired her. Yeah, but wait, wait stop, 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 stop. One second. Cyborg Cy- does look Cy- half man, Cy- half machine. <laughs> Cyborg actually used steroids. She she was illegal. Hang on. Shit. It does. It does matter. Then set that standard. Gina Carano. Gina Carano was the champ. She went out. She went movies. She did it the right way. Cyborg uh, broke the rules. Cyborg got, is that Jewish cyborg? <laughs> <laughs> what? I fight Ronda. Um, she, cyborg uh, broke the rules. Got suspended and got booted out of the UFC. Uh, booted out of the uh, strike force. So 
Yeah, this, it's different Dude, rules. And, I, if they, and if they don't fired, forget, don't forget who her manager was. That's what it's all about. Lot of, yeah, that's what, it's that's what about. some of it's about. Some of it. But not it, all it, of It's it. like the Ben Askren thing, right? Um, ben Askren deserves to be in the UFC. Definitely. But there's a little ego involved because Ben Askren rubbed the UFC the wrong way or Dana White the wrong way. And then he rubbed actually Bellator the wrong way saying that he wanted to go to... That whole thing was all about ego. Bellator didn't re-sign him because he said he wanted to go to the UFC. The UFC didn't re- uh, sign him because he was saying things well, about testing. Well, they also didn't want uh, a Bellator guy who kind of has an ugly style. He's looked better. Sure. His style's kind of ugly. They didn't want a Bellator champion come in and, and dominating their entire 170-pound division. Well, it would have looked really Bjorn bad. When Bjorn Rebney said, we'll give him to you, you know, we'll hey. offer him up to you. No. Um, that kind of pissed them. They, they weren't going to play into that game. Yeah. And then when Dana said, go sign with World Series of Fighting, Ben Askren said no, and that's why he's in 1FC. So there's a lot of ego involved at times. But... I, I would be down with the Gina Carano fight. I think it would be fun. It would be kind of like a passing of the torch. But I do understand why some people say, look, she hasn't fought in five years. I would, like, I would like to see it, too, because when they get on the scale, uh, Ronda Rousey stole Gina Carano's little pose. She did. She, she fucking <laughs> stole it. And I want to see Gina come out, do it first, and right. then see Ronda come out with her little arm behind her back, right, that's, which is one of the sexiest times. Very time. perceptive. I don't, oh I don't think it's bad for female MMA. That, that's like, how much... That, I know nuances about... I'm not a... <laughs> I'm not as I don't know as much as you three, but I know nuance. That was very nice. I don't even know what you're talking about with that. So that's, that's news to me. You but know a thing or two about panache it, and style. <laughs> it, I just think it gets to a point where you start to kind of uh, hurt women's MMA if you start to make it kind of transparently. Hotness is more important than fighting ability, which to me, giving Gina Carano a title shot would be like saying that definitively. But she was it's the, more important. She was than you the have, champ, you know? and she got she beat. Lost. Wait, she got beat by somebody on steroids. She didn't get popped after that she fight. Didn't get that wasn't the fight. Fight. What? So you got to give her the benefit of the doubt. She didn't get popped after that fight. Yeah. It wasn't. After it was. That fight. It was a few but fights you, later. But, but but you understand she was. On, but she was on it then too. Probably, guys. But you can't just on. assume that, you dude. Can't. She looked like she had nuts in her shorts. <laughs> let, okay. let, me just make, let me make this point about the steroids thing, yeah. dude. If they said across the board, if you get caught using steroids, you get caught abusing TRT, yeah. you get caught, you're fucking out. Then I say, fine, you're right, dude. That's That'd be standard. good. That'd but, be great and, if they did and that. And I completely agree with that. But they don't do that, dude. They resign people after their suspensions all the time. They're, they're not. They don't have a hard stance against steroids. So the whole bullshit about uh, cyborg being popped for steroids—that's bullshit. Well, to look me. at the end of the day, this would never. If these were guys guys fighting, believe me, the guy being hot would never come into consideration. So True. there's definitely somewhat of a double standard. That, that was my point. I, and I think, I think Cyborg, Cyborg in her own way is kind of hot if you're into those things. And the other yeah. thing is she's never made 135 and, and she did say that she would die if she made 135. So actually... Not the best thing to say. She does look like the tranny from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> <laughs> to have that hanging over their head would be... <laughs> Ariel, Ariel can't even laugh at these jokes because no, it has to be so No, corporate. no, it's not even that. I hate that you guys think I'm corporate. I'm really not. But I've never seen that show. You're not so corporate. Listen, you're not corporate. Your job is. Yeah. We don't, half half you, his job is independent, though, too, right? You have like your own well, thing as well. Well, no, I, oh, no, I work for someone. Oh, but it's, it's just the, the internet. Do you, do you still... You work for Fox. I work for Fox, and I as work a, for... You you work for Fox, and this is Noam, the owner of the Comedy Cellar. And this What's is Ariel Hawani. He's uh, he he's uh, Fox. He works for MMA. Uh, what am I? What the fuck is your thing? I work for Fox Sports Fox and SB Sports. Nation. SB Nation. Yeah, he's a big MMA guy. He's the Howard Cosell of MMA. That's what I keep saying. What's MMA? <laughs> No. UFC, UFC. Uh, mixed martial arts. Oh, right, right, he right. knows. He's I, being I barely funny. know. I barely know. He's very funny. He owns a two percent stake in the UFC. Actually, <laughs> Noam does. Noam yeah. is doing very well. Yeah. Just really, I've only heard of it. I've never seen it. Wow. Well, he's one of the uh, the the guys that started with it, and he moved up the ladder. And he's, I love your news channel, though. 
No, I don't really have much to do with that. I, I figured. <laughs> yeah. What's his news channel? Well, Fox, Fox News. News. Oh, Fox. Of course you do. <laughs> are you are you a right wing guy, Noam? Hell yeah. Are you kidding me? Really I didn't know that. That's Dave. That's him. Old. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this guy. Uh, the, 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 the garbage um. mogul son d- b- belittling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his oh, no. he his father makes him collect the garbage money from. <laughs> See, that's that's by <laughs> the way. Noam a... offered him free spots uh, here if he took if he let him get free garbage. I, wow. When, when someone says yeah. you own everything. So you must be a right wing guy. That's such a misunderstanding. You know, the, every, go uh, survey billionaires and see whether they're Democrats. Yeah, or well, you can just say, "Look at you." Oh. Yeah, I'm broken. God shit. bless you. Why aren't you on in the cellar? You're, you're absolutely. That- oh my god! Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. What's happening? He's no, exactly I- right. What does it have to do? First of all. Whatever. Uh-huh. I'm not going to argue politics. MMA, go ahead. Go sure, ahead. sure, sure. <laughs> but they, 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 no, you know, just you know the big the We're big all Democrats. I want to ask a question but. from Noam because you're not a fan of the sport, yeah. but you know of it. Um, do, you, do, do you like it? Have you seen it? What is your impression of the sport? I, I, guy, people like kick the shit out of each other or, like with Bruce Lee moves and stuff and every, everything's legal. Okay. That's so exactly get, how my Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Can you leave? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea what, what it is. Bruce Lee? Kind of like an O'Reilly you factor couldn't... but they're fighting. Wow. <laughs> okay. You couldn't bring up Jean-Claude Van Damme. Somebody... What if he just starts describing Street Fighter? One of them's green and from Brazil and has electrical power. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like, are there cheat codes? No. I don't watch it until the fatalities happen. That's when I <laughs> give a shit. Are you serious? You've never watched a UFC? Told, I've never. never watched it. Can we do um, one He's, night at the Village Underground or maybe at the cellar do a UFC event? It's like expensive, Get dude. the pay-per-view? Oh, because it's the restaurant, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, have, they go by uh, the capacity of the venue yeah. and they charge yeah, you yeah, thousands of dollars. Yeah, but just watch like a Fox free show. Yeah, that's yeah, true we'll as well. Do a, can we do a Fox free show here one night? Sure. What does With that the mean? UFC? Can we make April money, 19th. Can we make money from that? Oh, God. No. Yes. <laughs> you can charge at the door. You can make... What a you- Republic yeah. thing, Republican thing to say. Well, what, 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 <laughs> what, what is your opinion of why uh, you shouldn't be conservative? Well, what's so great about being No, no, liberal? no. First of all, I'm actually... I kind of side with the, the uh, conservatives. I mean, fiscally, Libertarians. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm best friends with Dave. This guy's a libertarian. I listen to his shit all the time. But the uh, the athletic commission should get out of MMA. That's my big relationship. Okay, to MMA. why? Why? Because ev- well, I mean, I think if you looked at every major problem in MMA, oh, if you polled fans, sure. said what's the major problem with MMA, you're going to get back the judging system, uh, the, the judges rather, the scoring system. But don't you think they're also the reason you can call it a sport? No, besides boxing, there's no other sport. Yeah, by the way, the UFC, by the they, 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 uh, there's they one other sport. Listen, there's areas. one other sport uh, that you could compare that is commissioned by the government's boxing. It's the most corrupt sport right. that exists. But, like so, most things, when the government's involved, it's I, much more corrupt. I brought this up, and I, and I've said, look, because because often people think that the UFC are the ones who hire the judges and the referees only when they go internationally, but. You know, Dana White will always complain, oh, the refs suck, the judges suck, da 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 So at the end of the day, you want to control your own destiny, you should take it into your own hands. But here's the problem. You can't compare the UFC to the NFL to the NBA because that's one owner compared to a league. Right. So if the UFC started hiring their own judges and refs and some controversy happened, people will think the fix is in. Yeah. There's gambling, Vegas, yeah, but all this stuff. people do think that about the NBA and a lot of these other sports. Boxing is completely regulated by the government. Who doesn't think the but fix is in in boxing? But, I mean, well, that's when, anyone, when anyone makes a big bet and they lose and get their legs broken. They always think the fix is in. If you well, yeah. bet, if you lose a bet, oh, no. Was, but look, this was of, of all the sports. You know? I mean, I mean, boxing is the sport that's had the most. Um, we actually know the fix was in in the most. You know, different, like different sports. The Pacquiao-Bradley fight. <laughs> right, right, right. With that was a fix. That was, they, they did that just because they were going to get another fight. And then when uh, uh, Mayweather, uh, C.J. Ross scored a draw in his yeah. last fight when he smoked. But here's the thing. 
Jim Dolan can't hire his own refs to go uh, ref a Nick game. It would be a conflict of interest. No, but that's not the, that's so, like saying if Chuck Liddell was able to hire his own ref to fight Tito Ortiz. Yeah, because no, he's not. On Jim a team. Dolan is the owner. Yeah, he owns the team. I mean, he's yes. it's like if Chuck the UFC Liddell, is a team. Guys, no. please stop arguing. See, no. I think more like the, the UFC <laughs> in that sense to me. That's not like John. Maybe that's like John Hackleman buying the ref or Chuck Liddell. I think the UFC. Dana look, White I, is Jerry Jones. But why can't there be corruption from the athletic commission? I mean, there like, could. But so, then what do you do? I, th- I think just get, wash your hands of it. I think there's no there's no justification for the government to be regulating and here's entertainment. What, here's what I do agree it's with Dave on adults. one thing though: when they do go into their own areas like Brazil and where they don't have athletic, I think Brazil does have an athletic commission they do, now. But it's really the when they regulate themselves, they're genuinely really aren't too many problems. So I what, what, I don't I don't really under like I I do get what you're saying. You also could have private commissions, by the way. It doesn't have to be one government commission for Nevada. It'd be great there if could there be was competing an indep- commissions, independent body. Sure. These are all great ideas, but uh, I I don't. Think that the you they'd have to re, it, they'd have to reinvent the wheel like it's never been reinvented before in sports right like the commissions how would they allow this to happen the commissions can actually bar them from well, that's the com- problem it, yeah it, I mean, that's it, the, the problem. system is in place but I do agree the commissions for the most part are doing a disservice to the Bring sport and I also think reservations that's the most, baby that's the, yeah. that's the most corrupt part yeah. of the sport I think is the commissions yeah it was it went, when it was on reservations fucking four hundred people in the crowd so fucking people selling opium Bellator yeah. still goes to reservations well in wrestling yeah. that's when Vince just said it was fake so that's that right. they to lose the commission fees they're like no we're entertainment this is all pre-planned and yeah that was a big deal yeah Yeah. and now but i think that the uh the ufc the wwe with their new channel yeah it's not working so good it's not it just launched i think it's working great i I talked to soder about this soder was a guy this was the perfect example i was like well how many pay-per-views do you buy a year he's like i'll buy wrestlemania every year so you spend 50 bucks every year i was like now you're spending 120 they got you and they're giving you wrestlemania for the first year for free but the year after that they're charging for wrestlemania so they got you for your 120 you're probably gonna get super invested in the sport again they're banking on that so now they got you for another 50 so they got you for 170 Whereas last year they got him for 50. So he's the example of how it could work beautifully for him. But then there's those guys who buy all the pay-per-views. Right. Now they're going to only yeah, have but to... Pay, I'm, saying, you know. I'm saying for the fan, not for them. I'm saying that when I... I watch Raw. I love Raw. But now there's all this you other watch shit. watch it every week? I, not every week, but I watch I it. I have time yeah. to watch three hours of that. I don't watch three hours he of that. I watch it and then I'll I'm, watch a, it, I'm a I'll huge watch wrestling fan. I watch it on yeah. Telemundo, too. I, I'm fascinated by the wrestling fan of, of 2014. I used to be the biggest I wrestling do shows. Fan. I come home. I fast forward. But you watch Raw? Raw, SmackDown, all that stuff. Um, I'll usually I'll watch I'll watch Raw. I'll read the spoilers for SmackDown. Right. If there's something really interesting, like a match or a promo that I want to see, then I'll cherry pick. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. But aren't that, you frustrated with the creative? Like, don't you feel like it's so stale? Like it's the same stuff over. And the pay per views really mean the pay per views are glorified did, Raws, right? right? Basically, uh, what they just or the Raws are glorified pay per views. I mean, it goes both ways. With you know, sure, but they were charging up until yeah. last month fifty five bucks for those pay per views. I will say this: what they the audible that he just caused with Dan, called with Daniel Bryan that got me. It so was what happened? Awesome. So he is uh, fighting Triple H, and that if he great. wins, I loved he, it. He goes in to the main event that night. They had two hundred people come out. Two hundred people his in his shirts in doing the, the ring. yes movement. Really, the whole crowd. But the, the, and look it, at me. That's the only athlete I have. So yeah. he, he yeah. Daniel Bryan. It hasn't been since Vladdy so Divock that I've had anyone. He can, wrestle, <laughs> he can wrestle twice that night on WrestleMania. That's the stipulation. Yeah. But right, the, the best part did was that at ten. Sure. What he did though is he got he he got two hundred people and he went into the ring. 
and fans, and you could tell they were real fans. Most of them were employees. It turned out, but oh, it was really? still cool. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. They right. weren't, you know. You, you could don't, tell you that, don't want a Mandela sign guy fucking <laughs> incident. You know, you got a pre-screen. But the place was going. Oh, it was nuts. amazing! Really, just fucking nuts. Like this I is, haven't seen it in a long. It's time. the best like, since The Rock. Really, nuts. Stephanie yeah. starts like shrieking and everything. He's like, "This is our ring." She's like, "Actually, we own it. It's ours." <laughs> they kept they kept sending people down, and they were like, "There was so the two hundred fir- people like." Fuck will kill you. So the first match is Triple H, and then if he wins, he goes in a triple threat match with uh, Orton Batista, and Batista. Yeah, yeah. Who no one wants to see, right? No one likes. No, Batista. that was that was the amazing. That's so. That's what that's what's cool about wrestling. Sometimes is that so they push Batista. It fails terribly. <laughs> right. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, he's the saddest. He looks like all of the characters from the Italian Job remake made into one person. <laughs> it's the fucking worst, you know, with the tummy tattoo right. and the fucking oh. mom jeans. Yeah, he's such a 1990s wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, looked, he looked like every tribal tattoo. He looked like everything that beat me up in high school. I don't want to see I him win Rumble. Side of the room has gone very quiet. All no, the I'm time. in. I, okay, huge, yeah. I've so, never felt they, more of a like a more of a, a pussy in my entire life. <laughs> Like sometimes I come up here. Wait, you not knowing about pro wrestling just makes you more of a man. Yeah, <laughs> you're fine. Well, I, okay, I'll take that. But it's like there's certain topics that it seems like everybody knows about sure. that I don't know about. One is wrestling, and the other is like trannies. Like I come up here, and everybody knows everything about trannies. Where they hang out. Well, they're both the same because you and think it's, it's real, but it's not. So. There is something similar to that, right? Like oh, all it's the real. comics, they know everything about trannies, and the yeah. same guys are into mixed martial arts. I, trannies and mixed martial arts. <laughs> trannies and mixed martial arts. It's What's very- What's the next? My favorite, my favorite fighter is uh, Fallon Fox. Sometimes Brock Lesnar no sells the Tombstone pile driver, and sometimes you no sell a lady dick. You know, it's the same thing. My God, that's a vagina on that man. As God as my witness, it is broken in half. Oh, he she's gonna puke. <laughs> uh, I was no, I, I was a hardcore huge wrestling fan, but I'm not. I haven't. I haven't. I can't watch. I've tried every it's now and then. Fake, I'll try right? to watch. Well, hasn't you? Wait a minute, stop. Did you just ask that? I mean, I'm, no, I know that it's fake. Yes. I'm just like, yes. but I, why would you be a huge fan when you know it's fake? That's well, it's the thing. The it's entertaining. I never got I mean, that. Wait, 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 wait. Like, like the trannies. What's You're your right. favorite TV show? Do you watch TV? House of Cards, do you watch one of those shows? I watch House of Cards, yeah. Is that real? Babazinga! Girls, oh! goodbye! Bye. Proven Bye. wrong, <laughs> proven wrong, proven wrong. It's his building. <laughs> one, one second. If you think he's going to give up, look on the wall. That's a law degree. Oh my God. It's not happening. <laughs> I really I really want him to start cutting a Vince McMahon promo on it. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I'm speechless because it's... it's well, I guess it is the same thing. If, but are you watching it like you watch yes. a sitcom? Yes, the same I mean, way, the same way watch. The same, there's a story arc. There's the villain. Yeah. There's the good guy. It's like, yeah. an, it's like an action and movie, dude. Like you, fifty dollar pay per view for House mean, of Cards. Comedy is fake Netflix. too. Women, women. No, Netflix. You women don't be shopping as much as comics say they are. Lots of comedy is fucking made right, up. But, but could they put a House of Cards up there for fifty bucks and people are going to buy? For, well, they I, would. I actually think they would. For, for one episode. Don't you think? People would if they did a big presentation. If it was live, like a special if it was show. live, if you, if you got to see Frank Underwood in a steel cage, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that'd be All fucking right. awesome. Fair enough. No, time out. He does not get to get rid of the bomb bandana for getting a funny one. You got to give it to the person who bombs next. I just want- and don't worry, you'll be throwing it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lou takes a bandana out of his fucking pocket, but it's like a magic trick. It's just bandana after bandana. <laughs> so, so what is it then? What is it that you guys appreciate about the wrestling? Uh, it's it, drama. 
pageantry, the show. It's like this spectacle. It's exciting. It's, There's and, athleticism. And nobody they knows, do crazy shit. But nobody you know knows I mean? how hard it is to be a wrestler because not only do you have to do the physical work, which is very hard to do without getting injured or injuring somebody else. They're they cutting, no they're cutting promos. They're literally getting a script from somebody, having to memorize it and then add themselves to it and, and come up with these things that are engaging and, and go and sell it to a live audience and then thousands of people out there. That's, as, as, fair, as, as being yeah, an actor, a, that's really hard. Here's a good example. So, so CM Punk, which your interview with is awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, so he says he's going to leave the co- This is in 2011. He's going to leave the company. His boss is Vince McMahon. He doesn't want to work for him anymore. He has one last match. If he wins the belt, he takes the belt with him out of the company, and he's no longer in it. That's interesting. He cuts a promo where he complains about the infrastructure, how the wrong guys are the stars. He should be the star. The other little guys should be the stars. That gets you emotionally invested because there is... there. If you the think best, it's real. But here's the thing, though. But there is you reality in it. There's reality there's, in it. Yeah. So uh, that's how they we'll never... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of real. Right, right, well, right, right, No, right, there's right, no right. reality <laughs> in it. You guys are all... No, but there is like, because CM... There's not CM, an ounce of reality no, in they it. Play, but they CM Punk the was the guy who, at that point, had never main-evented that much before. And he wrestles against the guy who's been main-eventing for the last seven years that's a genuine real conflict the guy who's been on top yeah. and the guy who's hungry to get on no, top no it's not it's a like genuine when, real conflict like, because who's going to win that match is decided by McMahon but their animosity but they're comes pulling from a at genuine your, place your emotions and they get you involved like a play have you ever seen a play no but what he's saying is that it's kind of real but it's not real but it's a, it's a real drama except that whoever actually wins the fight but the, like, is, is predetermined so they can't really fight the star, the star right now is a, a little bearded guy who is the best wrestler and by that I, like I mean that. he puts on better matches than anybody uh-huh. like his matches are just more entertaining he's a better and performer for whatever reason he's not he's the, the Michael Che of wrestling yeah you he's say not, the gnome of wrestling yeah he's not he's not the <laughs> he's star got a law degree. he's not the face of the company so now the storyline is he's going up against the boss who used to be a wrestler to become the star of the company. There's um, genuine, you know, you. it's like, how no, come you don't no, give me spots? There's no genuine, because he's. it's fixed. But there's a script. He can't actually win the match and then get to be the star you know, or I'm take right, the belt and win with it. It's a conversation that I've had with fixed. my dad. Like Can I say something ago? really quick? I've wanted Ariel on for so long. I finally got him here, and you're going to fuck it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Put your finger down at least. Don't point it's at my face. But based, based on where you are in the card does determine how much money you make. And this guy, Vince McMahon, so, who runs it, he'll literally, like, okay, if, if there's, like, uh, some, some wrestler have, like, his girl, and she'll be, like, his... You know, some his like chick will be like his manager or whatever, and then she'll start fucking another wrestler, and he'll like make her go be that guy's. Like he just yeah. loves doing oh, shit like oh, that. Isn't his wife a politician too? Yeah. She, she lost. Yeah. She, yeah. Lost. Yeah. she lost. She, all that, she killed Peter Schiff. Though. Every once in a yeah. while, Owen Hart will die for real in the middle of the ring. Jeez, you know, I knew you were gonna. I knew. <laughs> you, what time is it? How long did we go? Wait, wait. I'm not gonna throw this at you. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let we it drop out. from the top of the we ceiling. <laughs> throw, give him the bomb bandana. Wrap that around. I'm gonna Owen Hart this bandana. <laughs> oh, fuck. There you go. That's terrible. It's just terrible. I'm sorry. Hey, and don't go home to your wife and that's Sunday kid, night that's, if you want to make Ben watch You understand? It. He's from Canada. I'm from Canada. Yeah, he's that, from that Canada. One but the MMA yeah, is but not Montreal, fixed, right? they're a bunch right. of scumbags. That's not fixed. Whoa. Whoa. M- M- what, oh, what'd you say? Geez. I said Montreal? in Montreal, they're a bunch of scumbags. And I watched Degrassi when I was a kid. That's where all the bad kids came from. Um, <laughs> no, UFC is absolutely not fixed. MMA these, and UFC are the same thing? Same thing. So UFC is the NFL, MMA is football. Yeah. 
get it? Okay. Yeah. The sport is the MMA. sport is and, MMA. And Ar- Ariel is one of the top broadcasters on one uh, of. In, he does that. Uh, how about but, but, but what about the girl though from from Karen Bryant? Heat, Karen Bryant. Oh, she. I remember. Ooh, I remember. Does not like Karen Bryant. I'll tell you no, what no, though. No. Ariel was putting out his videos back in the day. One of the first guys. I mean, getting heat. It was just. It was just him, and then these. Well, other he wasn't guys. getting MMA heat. But but then then Karen started doing it, and then she did the one with Rampage where he he did the the boat right the little. Brrr, <laughs> motorboat in between her thing and she blew up you like that i didn't like it at all okay i did not like that i thought she should have said something you know, you know the the funniest part about that story is that the cameraman was her husband no yeah oh, see that's why we love ariel on because we get the fucking dirt really <laughs> he, you would have saw the camera drop or smash right up rampage's head and then me running of course you'd soon think as yeah, if he did that to my wife, I would have been I would have been pissed. Yeah, dude, I could I I would just, I would have taken the L. I would have fucking said the, like, the fighter. Crazy. You can understand though, Rampage, and she's a fan of Rampage. She knew who he was. Friend, right. And if you saw any of Rampage's Japanese videos that he made, he's out of his mind. He's he's uh, he would do weird shit sure, to sure, women sure, sure. all she over Japan. Yeah, if and she wanted to, she could have had Rampage in jail though for that. I mean, I, like, not in jail. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's a bigger thing could have been made, but the route that she went was we were playing yeah, around. We yeah, were yeah, friends. Yeah. She she was she did the right thing because if she went that that would have fucked her later. A lot of people would have been scared, like oh shit. And she it, not that she was wrong, but she did the right thing. I think for herself and for her interviewing. <laughs> Bobby, you know what I mean? Bobby has a, a, a fucking mind in the forties. Jesus Christ, that's not the right thing. No, it is. I, look, I would love to see her go. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? But if she did that, he would. It would have went I back. Mean, if and it was forth. the forties, they would have killed him immediately. <laughs> He actually wouldn't wait, be so fighting. What were you saying? You were saying I had. The she videos. wouldn't have been there either. What you were implying was I had the videos. She came out with the rampage thing. She had done a lot. She has like a twenty-year head start on me. She was like one well, of the original she's TV DJs. Quick, though, I remember when I was sending you and things. Then, and then what happened? She, she was started, saying that surpassed. No, she started catching and, up. She, her videos started getting some good heat. Right, uh, and then you, but you were still there. I mean, you're my favorite. Okay, and then she sounds cu- like you're no, but then she cut up, and then all of a sudden, but then all of a sudden, I saw her at the front of the Fox thing. Sure, sure. But then, but I think you're, Bobby's having a heel turn right you now. Know why? But you're, but you're the guy who's on location. I keep it real. You're the guy that's on location. Oh, Ariel's a real ass dude this I, whole time. Yes. Are you a real ass dude? I don't read from a prompter. You want to see me at a desk saying, "Welcome, fans inside the." No, I keep. I'm in the back getting the answers to the questions that you want. Right? I like. You it. don't want to see me like that. You, but you think? Yeah, I, I absolutely don't. No, no. one. Karen's fake. Karen's fake. Ariel's better. No, no one. No one wears flannel unless they have integrity and live in Brooklyn. All right. <laughs> Ariel's dressed like an alt comic. <laughs> Do you? So I mean, but. Now that you're on the show, it's you, her, who, I mean, Kenny is, Kenny's great, Chael's awesome, Chael and Kenny are great, they really work well together. They're they're Um, very good. Uh, I think Kenny in general has turned into like a really excellent He He really is amazing. really good? And I agree with you. Uh, Dominic Cruz is really good. good. Daniel Cormier. Wait a minute, what did you say? Dominic Cruz. Really? Not a fan. I'm a fan of Dominic Cruz, but he- No one studies more. Really? No one studies more. 
That's hey. a real shame what's happened to that kid, man. That's really yeah. sad, dude. He was just Maybe getting into his peak. I, I, you know? I think you should take a few sentences to just explain to people listening who these people are. Or something, something, something. No, everybody listening it. knows. Everybody who listens to your show yeah. follows this stuff. Um, well, this this specific show we tweeted out as an MMA uh, uh, podcast. Oh, so, and if you don't know, uh, fucking Google it. But yeah, I mean, most everybody who listens to the show right now knows exactly. Look, at, I am the least schooled. Are you really in this room? No, like education. Fourth grade. <laughs> in, in this room, really. Really, no, not really. That's for you. <laughs> uh, I think I think out of MMA, absolutely. I mean, I know more than Chris, or I know as much as him. But um, uh, you probably know more I know, than Lawrence. I know more than Lawrence. Bit, yeah, yeah. But these two and you uh, know, absolutely. How, how many shows will you watch? I watch, uh, well, since I had a kid. You watch all the pay-per-views. I watch all the pay-per-views, and if I don't watch them that night, I'll watch them another night. Um, I've, I'll go see them live. Uh, I'm pretty, but a lot of time, they're Saturday night, I'm doing a show hmm. myself. Those are my nights that I work, unlike these guys who are middlers who don't work on Saturdays. So I when still you got guys a middle work. on Saturday. When do you, when you guys work? Uh, I know we work every night too But what I'll do is I'll, I'll just watch but then, Saturday at 4 <laughs> They don't go up At the end of the show They go up in the middle So they can uh, run so to the bar get, Yeah that's what I do I go to the fucking bar Or I go to the green room At my computer And I'll just order it On UFC.com Really right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great wow. His name is Ariel Yeah Can I ask, You have children Yes two How old uh, 22 months and 3 weeks Do you let them wow, watch this weeks? stuff Well I mean 22 months and 3 at, weeks The 3 at week old At 22 it. months He has no idea I mean no He has no interest he, no he wants to watch Elmo. Would I let him watch it? Absolutely. That's that's interesting to say that because why? 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 Explain why. Because it would be incredibly hypocritical if I didn't. I grew up watching it. At any age, you'd let him watch it? Absolutely. No why? What, but you don't have no problem with him My watching. My dad it. used to hate it. My dad would get so mad at me when I watched wrestling and fighting and all this stuff. And I never went out and beat people up. I was I was never a troublemaker. It's great. It's a beautiful sport. I have no problem with it. Do you think though? Because I, I, he's going to be slapping his five year old kid, and the kid's going to reverse it into an arm ball. <laughs> Why not? Well, I mean, just to be said, I mean, but, there's there's lots of studies that say football is more dangerous. I mean, well, there's no, more, yeah. I don't want my kid to play football. My kid's not playing football either. I, I I have like a, my only issue, and this, and I'm a huge fan. And All right, stop one second. Either put the hat on or take it <laughs> off. That shit don't go. Thank the you. hat does add 20 pounds. <laughs> God, we're on video. I'm not um, having this dumb video. So, no, like, uh, I think, I mean, I truly do believe uh, that the sport does desensitize you to violence to a certain degree. I know it has me. Before I got into combat sports, I would watch a street fight, and I would turn the other way. It would make me queasy inside. Sure. And since I'm sort of watching UFC obsessively, now if I see a street fight, I'm just kind of like, oh, shit, I want to see if these guys actually know how to fight. But you also right. live in Harlem, so, you know. You see a lot of street fights. A lot of street fights. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I think there is a... a genuine thing there where it is desensitizing children to, to violence and I, I don't know if uh, you know I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hide it from my son because I'm such a I watch it obsessively How old now. your son he uh, he's 14 months 14 months okay, yeah. I don't know you know I, I gotta make that choice too is my kid gonna am I gonna let my kid watch a UFC fight because number one there's gonna be blood sometimes there's arms broken but isn't it hypocritical if you don't um, I don't. I'm an adult. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to let him watch porn either. Yeah, a very good point. But I, I, again, I don't. I'm going to let my kid watch porn though. I'm, I'm no, going to do that. I'm going to make my kid do porn. <laughs> I'm going to actually when make my kid do porn with you. When did you start? So your the only way one of your gay kids, baby porn. <laughs> that'll be the, the only reason when your kids goes to Duke University. <laughs> oh wow! Um, way to be taco. Way to be taco. Yeah, to, leave it to the right. bearded guy. Dude. When did you start watching <laughs> wrestling and things like that? Uh shit. When I was, I am. When I was a kid. I mean, back. I mean, I watched WWF. You turned out. 
Yeah, I'm Dude. awful. I went to rehab at 15. I'm an addict. I swear to God, I was with Ariel until yeah. he went to the look how you turned out. Yeah, part that I yeah. Look, yeah I'm all uh, fucked up. Uh, my father let me watch whatever I wanted. Uh, I mean, I remember he took me to see Straw Dogs at like... Oh, what a great movie. At like eight years old. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. And horrible rapes. And I just remember the lady in the box office screaming at him. Wow. And her telling her to mind her own fucking business. Wow. My mom... Similar story. My mom let me watch uh, Clockwork a Orange. A real rape scene. Clockwork Orange when I was like seven. I remember I found out what rape was. Not just what rape was, what gang rape in front of a woman's husband but was. Why are we putting MMA into this category? Yeah, what the fuck? Wait, How wait, did so, we get so, here? But having said, and, and I... And I you know, These I, are the snippets that they're going to take. Like that. <laughs> no, wait a minute, wait a minute stop. The sport. That, this is what, he knows this business so well. The snippet is going to be gang rape and then Ariel's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, MMA is a sport. It's, it's voluntary sport. I'm not I mean, going to let my it kids watch uh, no? what, about, what about football? E- even though I was loud. No, football doesn't appear to be Violent a head-to-head collision. All the concussions because there's a ball. We we know that as adults, but as kids, look like kind of like like they're bumping each other and kind of wrestling, right? As opposed to like trying to hurt each other. But I felt that way about boxing when I was a kid. It was kind of just like like it wasn't real like. You know what I mean? You, but a here's like, the thing, though. When you, I, I'm going to put my kid in jujitsu classes yeah. because I know there's going to be somebody there who's going to teach him uh, how uh, to act, oh, that's how Bobby to Kelly's defend himself. I think you just how gotta... to defend himself and also to um, to I, the toughest kids are also the calmest kids. The reason why I used to fight so much is because I was afraid. When you take the fear out of getting beat up. Uh, you're not angry. You're not. You know. You're not uh, attacking people. You that, never saw Rocky Five. Frankie Fear is my best friend. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I used to fight all the time because I was afraid of getting beat up. Did yeah. you fight because you watched combat sports? No, not at all. You combat sports to... weren't a lot when I was a kid. No, and then I got. Well, I, I'm just saying. Like I like. I'm not saying my kid would fight because of combat sports. I think there's a. a I don't know if I want my kid to be desensitized to blood that young, dude. If at, like look, if at ten or twelve he came to me and said, "Hey, that I'm really interested in the sport that you watch," I might be a little bit more willing. But at Five or six, I just think it's a little bit too young to be exposed, did, did, and you don't know until after. Just the teach fact. them the consequences. Did you ever see, show them, show them a Muhammad Ali fight from the seventies, uh, and then an interview from now. Did you ever see? <laughs> kid man, will never want to fight. Did you ever see Mankind's kid? At yeah. the match, yeah, yeah. And when, okay, well, yeah. I, I should I should note that like, if I'm watching a pay per view or something for work, I'm not going to tell my son, "Hey, come sit with me, let's watch this." Only when he's interested in it, I'll, I will never force him to watch anything. But I don't have a problem if at six or seven he says, "I want to watch this with you." I don't have a problem I, because I, I'll teach him. I'm not saying what you're saying on. is ridiculous. I mean, no, we just don't know. So I'm just not going to take the chance. Sure. I mean, Hitler didn't watch MMA or TV. Oh, he grew pretty can violent. We, it's not, it's not, it's not the only way. Listen, <laughs> a lot of horrible listen, things happen before can we, television. Can we just stop with these key? I mean, <laughs> gang rape and Hitler. Uh, can what, we, you call it an analogy. I, 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 Come up with the, another guy. The point is that the point is that it's not as if uh, mankind turned more violent once people start no, seeing man, violence on, stop, on movies second. and television. Can I explain? Some, can I explain something to you? Yeah. Man, mankind is the wrestler's name. <laughs> it's, it's actually a wrestler named Mankind. Is what I was talking about. Not to say you're I'm dumb in this situation. That mankind. I know, but I was talking about mankind. The Are wrestler. you talking about the Beyond the Mat? Yes. He's yes, getting all yes, the chair shots. Yes. Yeah. What a documentary. Well, that wasn't mankind? supposed to happen. Yes. In the first first place. name is Man. His last name is Kind. Well, no, sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I think he was referring to just bringing him in the front row. Oh, yeah, well, when kid, he's in yeah. the front row and he's watching. But that it. wasn't even planned. I mean, that he was supposed to take like two chair shots, and The Rock just went crazy with it and gave him eleven. Right. Yeah. Well, he needed to know his damn role. Yeah, and okay. now no one, there's no chair shots <laughs> at all in wrestling. None. Not not to the head. 
Really? I didn't even it's notice that. Is that the a back. byproduct of the Benoit? Absolutely. Yeah. C- can I ask one more question? Yeah. I go? Yeah. Yeah. Do you fight with your wife in front of your children? No. No. What do you, you mean fight? Like, like argue, I don't mean physically. I mean arguably. Like, see, um, let them see bad emotion well, and vibes. I mean, thank God. Anger. Thank God we, 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 we don't really fight. You don't fight with your wife? It's Canadians, bro. Wait a minute. That's Stop right here. It's the anger. It's, it's like the bad vibe, the hostility, anger. I can't believe it doesn't come across that. You way. don't fight with your wife? I mean, what does fight mean? I mean, like have an argument. Argue. Tell her to argue. shut. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you never hate. No, well, you're not always on the same page as far as you know your views yeah. on things. But I, I don't. Th- I've never said like ah, and we slammed the door or anything like that. No. Wow. Yeah, me I neither. I've never I had either. a fight that went three <laughs> rounds for five. You don't either. I, I no, I don't fight with my wife. Since I had kids, my wife screams, yells at me. I don't say a word. You, you really? fucking fought when you came into my house yesterday. You were arguing as soon as you walked in the door. You are you argue about who picked out your house. Yes. That wasn't a real argument. Oh. Do you not fight because you don't want your kids to see you guys? Fight? My wife's irrational. You cannot. You can't reason with her. And, and <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they don't fight. And, no, they don't and, fight. And prior to the kids, there, you know, I, I would just get into a tit for tat, and we get she'd scream, and I slammed. And but I don't want the kids. Like my only trauma as a child is seeing my parents like having horrible yeah. arguments. Oh yeah. So I mean, I said, I'm not going to do this in front of my kids. So I just I fight. I, I felt, don't do it. I fight like this now. I used to. We used to have fight fights. I would flip out, but now I'll fight. I'll just go. I'm walking away and I go in the other room and then I come back and I go yeah but that's bullshit and then I walk away I go I gotta leave because I, I I'm slowly bringing it right. down right. I'm slowly bringing it down and then I'm I, I'm just trying not to because we used to have you know you blah 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 now the kids there even if I'm just like okay I gotta go right. I gotta leave and I go somewhere and, I, and then I'll come back in but you fucking I gotta go or you and wait till the kid's sleeping nah yeah well I, didn't, I think he can still hear it sure. even if he's sleeping I think he can still hear it it's hard though it, it's hard because of the time we're in too we just moved. We like it's a weird thing. I was trying to tell uh, my wife uh, that and talk about it on the last show. We just moved into our home. We've been in transition for a long time since the kid was born. What do you We've mean been, by transition? We sold my place, rented a place, and looked for a place to buy. To get, out, I got out of the city. I right. moved up to Westchester. So we've been in this tra- living out of bags and packing and unpacking and this transition and having the new baby and all this stuff. So it's been one of the most stressful times of my life, you know. And then dealing with contractors and all this shit. So now the other night, Sunday night, we finally moved in. It was the first night where we didn't have to wake up and do something the next day. We could just wake up yeah. for months. Like, yeah, for months. So it's almost like a lot of. Like I get to just go home now. Why did you home. choose to go out all the way there? I'm fascinated by this only because I'm in the same position. Okay, because I lived in the city. I lived in. I have an awesome one bedroom in Hell's Kitchen. I loved it, and it was. I couldn't do it anymore. I I I, I, I talked to guy like Noam. I, I talked to Noam actually, and he. I I didn't want Long Island because it sucks getting out there. Or Jersey, the bridges in the tunnel blows, and Westchester is straight up the sawmill. There's no traffic. And I went up there in Ardsley and Hartsdale, and it's 25 minutes to the city. The trains are right there. It's like this beautiful, weird oasis so close to the city. But I, I go home, and I pull into a driveway. Hmm. And my wife is not a, a captive anymore. Hmm. She needs groceries. She gets in the car with the baby, and she goes to the big, huge grocery store and walks around for a little while and takes her time. And she's not packed up in this little shitty grocery store and has to go to another place for meat and another place for vegetables. She goes, and then she'll go over to a furniture store. She does whatever. The, she has fun now with her life with her and the kid. 
Um, and then she can and bring everything home in a car. In the car. Pull into the driveway. Pull into the driveway and take it out whenever she wants. Hmm. And leave the fucking You get to door watch open. buildings collapse from I, a safe I, distance. I don't we, live there anymore. We live, we live, <laughs> we let the dogs out uh, at night. Just let them out. I have to lock them up in the winter, walk outside. It's all the stress is gone. Because hmm. life, uh, I'm enjoying, I'm finally enjoying my family now. Because it's, I wake up, it's quiet. I don't have to worry about these fucking dumb neighbors. I don't have to worry about... Oh, I really thought you were going to say a different word. (laughs) 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 It is the... It was the scariest thing I did because I was so afraid of moving out of the cool place. It's the best thing I ever did. Really? Wow. Ever fucking did wow. in my life. That yeah. might be the best advertising for the suburbs I've ever heard I, in my fucking life. And I am, I am as close to the city as I was when I lived on 47th Street because I took the train or a cab. <laughs> I'm closer than I was when yeah, I lived in Midtown. I mean, that's how good it is. I mean, I mean no, that's ment- though. mentally, how I do you am. Get in, how do you get to the city? I drive right in okay. in my nice brand new North. Honda Pilot wow. that's leased. And I get the XM playing. Sometimes the Ariel Hawani show wow, is you. on there Bobby, from the MMA app. The MMA fighting app that yes, I have, yes. which is brilliant, by the way, <laughs> and is the only app after any UFC event. I go, I go to you, and then I go to MMA Underground. Oh, but you, you first because you have all every fucking interview I want. Thank you, and great interviews, not these three thirty second. Hey, did, 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 thank you. You right, really right. get into it, really long, and and the quality is amazing on an app. I don't get how you get that. Oh, great I just of got quality. to watch Ariel's like interview style as well. Like you said, you're like, hey, I moved up there, and he's like, but why though? And then you just, I like, he just the reason drew why it out of the you. reason why I moved. I, it, it is if anybody with a kid. If you have a kid, it, it 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 relieves all the pressure. And the airports are the same distance. You think, well, it's close. It's not. So where are you? I'm in. Uh, I'm right now. I'm in. It's in kind Elmsford. of. It's Elmsford. No, you, it's, oh, it's, white, it's white, white plains. plains. Do you not want to say? No, it's that, white. No, okay. because it's weird. It's it's white plains, but it's really left of white plains. And why are you asking him? It, for? Because he's, right he lives. Oh, okay. up, he lives like a quarter of a mile past Ardsley. Okay. Yeah. I live right near him. We live right near each other. But that's another thing too. My wife and his wife, she'll go over their house and hang out, or they mm. go to Jimbury. There's like this. At this stage of life. It's better to live up there. When I was in my early 30s, I get living in the city. But at this stage of life, I can go on the road and know my family. If anything happens, what, can jump in a car and go back to Boston, can go over his house. It, I, when we lived here, it was just a nightmare to do anything. My, my Babies R Us was in Times Square. Yeah. So she had to load the baby up and then walk through thousands of shithead tours of, of right. neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. To go get diapers. <laughs> you know, so but all that's gone. It's all done and it's it's the best thing I I have an office. The space my my house, how great is my house? I, it's uh, it's pretty big. I didn't say big. How big it was? Shit, how was? Even I'm deaf. What'd you say? This is why. This is why. Even, even the how great is your house? The X-Men no, 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 no. lived in Westchester and not Manhattan. This is why. Noam's an asshole. No, I really didn't hear you say great because he's a fucking millionaire. He's, well, he's got, got a, a huge house. Not, that's not nice, Robert. That's not what I meant. I really thought you said how big. How great is his house? Is great. Oh, okay. It's so great that I'm one told him to. I picked it out. You did. Yeah, absolutely. I personally picked it out. I personally picked it out. He really did. Yeah. He was your real estate agent. No, no he, I, 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 I didn't. Want, I told him about the house. I then I backed out of it because 
uh, it's a it's a ranch. And I was like, oh, I want a basement and all this shit and mm. furnish that guy thing. And then he was like, you should really come and look at. It. He went and looked at it. Because what does right ranch there, so, mean? By the way, I know this is the dumbest yeah, question. One ever. What floor. is it? One floor. That's what a ranch. One floor. So I always think like that means you have like. No, like no, it's a ranch. Uh, yeah. no, that's what a ranch was back in the day. Was one floor house Bobby's on a big ranch and horses. Oh wow! It's, but I do have a huge backyard, a huge front yard, a quiet street. So my, you know, the, I saw my grass for the first time. My yard, my yard. Now that it's mine, and my kid, I brought him out, and he was just looking around the yard, like, "What the fuck is this?" You know what I mean? This kid's a little slow. This kid's fourteen. But it's um, <laughs> he almost made a huge mistake because he almost was going to move. Like further north or to yeah. Rockland County or something. Yeah, I went, he, he didn't understand how significant the commute is. That's why. I, yeah, I, it, it, ten minutes more is too much. But right where I Ardsley, Hartsdale, um, uh, Elmsford, White Plains, Dobbs Ferry, though. it is so fucking awesome to live there as a family. I'm telling you, dude, it's the best. And then you go to a diner. And there's not. We went to a restaurant the other night. You walk in, and it's the fucking best food ever. You know why? Because it's up there. And if it isn't good, they're yeah. fucking closing. You know, right. it's not like New York that a place opens up every fucking nine seconds in the same spot. I would get the fuck out of the city. I dude. get the sense you're very happy. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah, you would you be see, too. You could see. Do you have glowing. a backyard? No. Yeah, I live in an apartment. Yeah, so you live in an apartment. So you have people on the side of you, right? Sure. sure. Yeah, I, I boo. I've been. The reason I'm asking you so many questions because we've been looking for the last year and a half to move, and we keep deciding about um, uh, the suburbs or staying in Brooklyn. Don't do it. And I don't I, get I, out of Brooklyn. Get out of Brooklyn. Brooklyn is this so. This guy will say right here. I'll that tell you why. Because he is no Brooklyn fan. If you if you if you had no kids or whatever, I know you live in and if you had millions of, do- I don't know how much money you might have a fucking millions of dollars from. I don't know where you're at financially. If you have multi, enough, multi If you have enough, if you have enough money to stay in Brooklyn. There's a it's 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 the hottest real estate. It's hotter than Manhattan right now. Sure. It's so expensive. But yeah. you're gonna pay out of your fuck. When I was it around ten years ago, when I was looking in Brooklyn, I I was looking at places for five hundred thousand dollars, an old fire station that they redid with all this, yeah, and it was yeah. nothing. It was great. You you you're fucked now. It's hotter than Manhattan yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you have the money, stay in Brooklyn. But I got a a great house. For, oh, I can't tell you how much. I think my mortgage is 2200 bucks a month. Mm. All right? It's crazy. Three bedroom, two full baths, front yard, backyard, awesome neighborhood, and right off the sawmill, and I'm 25, 30 minutes into the city. If you stay in Brooklyn, it's still, still New York City public schools, right? Sure, but so you don't I, want that. Well, the other thing is I'm, uh, I, I'm not Orthodox Jew, but I want to send my... My kids to Jewish school. Why? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I got my no, no. my so friends. Brooklyn, so in Brooklyn, maybe. That's why he wants to stay in Brooklyn. Stay in Brooklyn. All the bo- Be with buildings. your people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be with your people. Stay yeah, yeah, in Brooklyn, yeah. dude. Yeah. I feel like we've lost again this side. No, again. No, he's quite the Jew. I'm also a Brooklyn Jew. I'm oh, weighing on all. Okay. Sorry, you know, Ariel requested uh, I sit next to him because of how acidic <laughs> my face is. Oh my God! I just realized exactly how Jewy the show is. Yeah. Majority Jew in the room. You really do have a B and H photo face. <laughs> Why did you say that? Good moment. Uh, um, so, anyways, getting... I, I think Woody Allen did it, but my beard thinks he's innocent. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, getting back to the MMA, and we're yeah. going to wrap this show up. I have up. to go. Um, all right, buddy. I'll see you later. Now, pal. pleasure. Um, can I can I say make one more point about the? Can you I, not I, give me devil horns when you do it, bro? Give me his grace. What? Um, are you going to let your? Are you going to encourage your kids into uh, learning how to fight, doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, doing Muay Thai? Because 
I, my concern, because Bobby mentioned that before about enrolling his son in jujitsu, I always wanted to do it. But now that I'm doing research, and look, I don't have family, so I think I have this weird paranoia about losing my kid more than other people have. But like, you hear about these skin diseases, you like herpes, gladiatorium, and fucking uh, that fucked me up too. That that's real shit that exists. Right. It's just part of the grappling lifestyle. And for me, at when well, my kid's four or five years old, when they encourage you to start doing it. Um, for me to put him at that risk for my own weird thing, it just I, 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 I'm kind of having a struggle justifying that. So when I was a kid, um, I always liked the stuff. Maybe not four or five, but I remember watching like WrestleMania one, which was 1985. So I was three at the time. I probably saw it like a couple years late, maybe five or so. Smoke free class of 2000. Well, excuse me, class of 2000. No, 99. Ah. So close. There we go. Um, <laughs> Weird moment. So, <laughs> yeah, that was worth. We just found up the out Lewis graduated. That's I love that. <laughs> big reveal. Neither one of them have rhythm. They both fish yeah, pump. Well, at the wrong I wasn't time. sure what he was like getting into because I didn't understand what he said. We also thought he's way better than life than you like, because there's a lot more shit going on. Don't have herpes. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of buzzwords. I'm trying. I'm getting you around him though. Every time there's a buzzword, yeah. I make a disclaimer right. after for you, Ariel. Thank did, you. did you graduate from the school of hard knocks like Lewis? No, I did not. I did not. The mean streets of Montreal. Anyway, I um, Montreal. when I when I grew up, I always loved it, but I never wanted to fight. I always liked team sports, basketball, hockey is a big deal, baseball. So I'm just going to let them choose. My parents never forced me. My parents hate. Like my, my dad is is an immigrant from Egypt. My mom from Lebanon. Um, they're not the biggest sports fans. Although coincidentally, my mom. I kid you not, my mom, who is I believe 61 or two, 61 or 62 from Lebanon, watches. Every single UFC fight from the fight wow. past prelims hmm. to the main event, no matter the time, because her son is in this sport and she just she'll watch UFC tonight, all the weigh-ins, yeah. the post fights. It's unbelievable. Like a sixty-one-year-old lady from my mom Lebanon. didn't even. I was on uh, a news show called Sirens on USA. My mom didn't even DVR it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's dead. Your problems well, seem so real to me right now, guys. Yeah. That wasn't a problem, by the way, and I just—I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, any honestly, mother-to-son okay. bonding is a problem in my mind. Okay, so. okay. Um, another buzzword. Listen, <laughs> but anyway, Lewis, that, proof that, that can not, I just say something yeah. though? Sure. That is great. That's amazing. It, it's that's really guys, that's crazy. MMA Hour, which is I don't know how people watch it because it's so long. My show is four hours long now. My podcast. Yeah. Um, she'll sit there and watch the entire thing from beginning to end. Where do you do that now? You change uh, studios? Yeah, it's now out of uh, Brian Park because we that when you were on the show, we were a part of AOL. Huffington Post. Yeah, they after um, Ariana Huffington came on board, they they got rid of sports. Really? So they sold Why? the site. Because she's a twat. I don't know. She was actually very nice to me. She actually called me a few times uh, personally. Oops, sorry. Uh, she's a good friend of yours. I yeah, didn't mean no, that. No, I wouldn't consider her a good <laughs> friend. Lewis. But uh, they got rid of. There used to be a site called AOL Fan House. Yeah. They got rid of that, and uh, then SB Nation bought the site, and it's it's doing really well. What are you doing now? Who are you with now? So I work with SB Nation. SB Nation owns MMAfighting.com. Okay, owns that. And is that... Is, is MMA that... Mania, Bloody Elbow. Okay. This guy is a real fan. Yeah, he, I told you, hard these guys are huge. Did you know that? That I made. I didn't know there was all one pair. I know the show. So I know. <laughs> Lewis got me on that but one. But did you start MMA fighting? I oh, did the not. orphan just won. You it must were, be Christmas. Who started that? Uh, it was actually a guy in 2001 that started MMAfighting.com, and then AOL bought it in... I'm going to say 2009. Do you have stake in it? Is it do you own part of it? So you just work for them. I just work for them. Then and did they, they pay you now? Do you did it did you get paid the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Well, in, <laughs> in short, my story was 
I, I went to uh, broadcast journalism school because I always wanted to be a, a TV guy. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I went to Syracuse. And that's where, you know, uh, many of the great broadcasters went. Bob Costas, Marv Albert, all those guys. There's a school called Newhouse there, which is very But not Howard sports. Cosell. Not Howard Cosell. And uh, <laughs> when I got there, I, I realized that everyone wanted to be the next baseball, basketball, football guy. And I, so everyone was going this direction. I told my parents, I want to go that direction. This is 2001. I told them in 10 years, I believe MMA is going to be a big sport. And I believe that mainstream media is going to look around and be like, we need to get on board with this. Let's hire the guys, the experts. Yeah. I'm going to put myself in that position. Position. So I had my own radio show and, and all that stuff. But when I graduated, I actually uh, went to TV production. I worked for HBO Sports. I worked for ESPN Classic. And then I made it to Spike TV because in my mind, Spike TV was the home of the UFC. I need to be there. I lasted there one week. I quit after a week because I realized that everyone was not motivated. It was a very boring job. I didn't want to be there. And they said, I'll never forget. The boss said to me, this is the biggest mistake of your career. And you will learn to regret this. Um, and I said, fine. And, and, and I'll say, I said, I stay as long as you guys want me to stay. And they made me stick around for a month until they found someone to replace me because it was on such short notice. During that time, I decided that was the, the crossroads of my life. I started my own blog. And I said, I'll give myself six months to get noticed, six months to become an MMA journalist. So it was from October of 2007 to April of 2008. And it was going well. There was momentum and everything. I just couldn't get a job. It's very hard to get a job, especially back then as an MMA reporter. Three days left on my, uh, my deadline, my self-imposed deadline, which I was going to you know, stick to. Got a job with a website called MMARated.com. And that's when I first started doing the videos and things like that. From there, I went to Fan House, went to Versus, and then NBC, and then now Fox and um, MMA Fan. And were the videos your idea? Was that all you? So this site was, was called MMARated.com, and they approached <laughs> me. And their, their, their idea was the MySpace of MMA. Now, this is, again, this is 2008. It was a horrendous idea. Oh, we're going to have people sign up and talk about their fights. and blah. It was just a horrible idea. We are going to be completely obsolete in three years. Well, yeah. no, but back then, though, uh, back, back then, BJ was, Penn had a, his, yep, his own little MySpace. Exactly. He was the only right? guy doing that. But yeah, no, but yeah. I did it. And then the I, neighbors took over MySpace. And- <laughs> oh, no, but I, I, I had, I had, I, but there was, the, there was MySpace, and then these programmers came up with their own little yep. thing that you could have your own MySpace within it. was just too niche. Yeah. But what I noticed on their site was they had these video players and i said i want the thing that i dislike most about mma coverage is yeah. you know on SureDog and other sites it was right. just guys with all due respect to them they are the pioneers in my opinion of mma media but it was just a guy holding a camera asking questions so i said i want to get a mic flag i want to dress up i want you know i take this seriously i want to be professional i want to present the sport in a different light and they they thankfully gave me the keys to the car and it was no longer the myspace before mm. it ever started and it never actually launches that right. and i started doing these videos and people really Thankfully, dug them. Yeah, they were great. They were great. And then you started, but here's the thing, too, is you hustled because you went on every show you could. Funny thing is, UFC wouldn't credential me back in the day. Really? So that's why I have so much respect and affinity for these strike forces, the elite XCs, the afflictions, the yeah. IFLs. They're the ones that gave me the time of day. UFCPR back in the day, uh, they'll, they'll remain nameless. They don't work with UFC anymore. Uh, wouldn't even look at my direction. Like they, 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 they consider me so small time. Even though I had a degree from Syracuse, even I had I had people vouching for me, and I must give him props. A reporter for Yahoo Sports, Kevin Ioli, you probably yeah. know him. He actually went up to Dana White and said, "There's a kid who's trying to get in. No one's letting him uh, get in. You need to you need to start credentialing him." And that's when I started to get credentialed. That's great. They, I, I still have trouble getting credentials with the UFC. I have to get it through. You should <laughs> look at you. Well, who, who's your you look like, like who are you applying for? That's well, how you. I, know 
time they listen to the podcast. Every every time I have gotten them, I got them through Fox because my partner on my show um, worked for Fox News Latino, and he was like doing all the MMA news reporting for Fox News Latino. So they would, you know, he's the guy who asked the question that made on that phone interview with Nick and George. He asked the question that got him. Do you think George has been pampered? That question. That's him. That's my that's my partner. Vic. And he actually just started a blog too. What is Fox News Latino? They just talk about how they should be deported. <laughs> Anyways, but um, well, I, some, some of us are here for comedy. I had, a, I had a trouble. I had trouble um, getting Miguel O'Reilly. They never even even dude. They did that uh, open workout with Weidman and Anderson Silva downtown. I thought I'd be able to get credentials for that just through the podcast because I, I've well, been right. to so many. Maybe I mean Ariel had somebody help him. Maybe you'll have somebody help you. Ariel's my guy. Um, like Ariel's my Ke- Kevin Ioli. Yeah. Um, Ariel just threw you a look, no, Bobby. But, but Bellator... Ariel just looked at me like, you're a dick. Not, <laughs> I don't even like you that much. <laughs> but Bellator and Strike Force, they've yep. always been willing, even on a podcast level, Bjorn Rebney is a phone call away from doing an sure. interview on my podcast. Because, let's We're be giving honest, Ariel a reason to move to the suburbs. <laughs> they need the coverage, right? Of I mean, course. they're in the position where they need the coverage. And the UFC, I mean, I, I do agree that there should be some sort of, you know, you know weeding out process. Yeah, not everyone. standard. Yeah, and not everyone that uh, has a blog should get in there there should be but the idea that sure dog but Dana White in, though that's kind of crazy but well, I have a little bit but, 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 but there was that history so long, there absolutely I mean, the idea absolutely. that like you go you have one, some, some understanding that when there was no money being made these guys were out there absolutely. promoting you Dana know. White though as far as fans go as far as pe- he is great as 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 far like the, the press conference, letting people in, yep. letting people ask. I mean, those press conferences. He is a mad scientist with this stuff. He, he really did it differently than everyone, even from how he dresses, from how he talks. Yeah, but l- l- that's the fight game, right? I mean, Don King did it his way, and he was a star. The promoters, Vince McMahon, did it but his even way. The, even the, 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 the scrum, the scrum, the, the scrum, the scrums after. Sure. It's just it's it. He, it's it's content after content. It's before. It's the yeah. weigh-ins, and then it's the press conference and then it's the scrum videos and everybody has a different angle on, and it, it's just content that you just keep watching that, that you, makes you want to what's up so i was saying you, you said the word content dana white is so in tune with social media and how important it is to be able to be connected but to i love fans. that he tells people to go fuck themselves on twitter the time, too yeah. and he, he talks to them it's like dude go f- don't watch then you piece of shit but he's, then he's so good to the fans he's so accessible yes uh, and as a reporter um, it's really the best thing. Like you know, he could. T- we were talking earlier about our relationship and how yeah. you know sometimes. But as long as he gives us the time of day, yes. Really, I don't really care what he says or how he says it to us because how many people in his position? I don't like calling him a commissioner because he's not. He's an owner. How many owners? How many people in his position of power in sports give you that much time? Those pay per views end at one o'clock. Then you have to wait a half hour for the press conference. Then the press conference lasts 45 or so yeah. um, minutes. Then he sits down with you it's typically crazy. for 45 or so minutes. By the time and we're out of And then he'll do a single interview with then you he'll later. Do, those days have kind of, you know. Because of you? Because of your questioning? What? <laughs> no, I want to know. I mean, you, you asked the hard questions, Ariel. What happened with you and Dana? Oh, back in... Uh, no, a couple weeks ago. Something, right. something I was, happened. You know, I, I was waiting for this. Well, here's the deal. You ask the questions sure, that people sure. want to know. Sure. I, I want to know. What's going on? And I want. I have question number two. Yeah. 
What's the fucking big news? What's the breaking yeah. news? Female MMA news oh, you're talking about. Please tell me it's not Gina What's Carano. What's the breaking news? Well, your boy, Joe Rogan, he was the one that uh, kind of let the cat out of the bag. I don't know. He didn't say what? anything, though. He just said there's I know, a but big... but you're not on you know, speaking terms with Joe? I, I, I don't call him all the time. No, no. Joe, Joe Rogan is what every I think every comic and like all of us want to be. Just a this guy who's what? loaded and does MMA and is in shredded and can <laughs> take people out. How is he so shredded? Because he's been he's an athlete. He's yeah. been an athlete since he's how old is he? He's older than me. Well, in TRT years, ninety four. <laughs> TRT years, he, he ages and, like an Asian. And is his he was pod- on news radio like huh? twenty is, is years ago. Is his podcast yeah. considered like the top? The, the him, Burr, uh, Mark Maron, Mark Maron, and, and uh, um, what's uh, Carell? Yeah. No, no, what Carolla? Carolla, but is is is, is, is Rogan no, number no. one? Uh, he's he's, he's up, there, he's up there. there. It's like Bird, uh, Rogan, and Marin all like go back. And, and Rogan's forth. a start because he has a whole network, so he boosts a lot. Well, of so other doesn't people. Bill. What, what do you mean by a whole network? You know, like yeah, Death Squad. Guys it's called Death Squad. Oh, right, yeah, right, right, like this right, is right. Uh, Riotcast. Gotcha. All these shows so are does, on Riotcast. Does Riotcast own this? Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. So you guys work for Riotcast. No, no, no. I, I own Ridecast, me and my friend Rob. Oh, well, there so you go. all these shows are on our network. We're like a family. We, you know, it's more like. Do you feel like you can make money off podcasts? Um, you can if you're a Rogan, if you're a Burr. He, the first like ten minutes of his show are all like ads. And well, because like that. but they're at but he's hey, this is how smart this guy is. He was doing ads for other companies for like uh, supplements. Right. So he went. Oh, what am I doing? I'm just going to go buy a supplement company. On which it, is right? easy if you right. have money is on it and then he advertises his own products mm. on his show that's what Corolla does the main green yeah now. so these guys are you know yeah you can look when you're hitting over 250,000 people maybe more maybe no, he's five, doing he's more than that half a mil to a million okay maybe is more that now per show yeah, yeah per yeah. show you're kidding. Downloads, no, yeah. Poor shows. He's, bigger, he's bigger than most cable shows. He doesn't do you know radio I mean? anymore. Joe Rogan said he doesn't do radio at all anymore because why waste his time? He'd do a show. He'd yeah. do a podcast and advertise his shows through his podcast. Well, I mean, but here's the thing, though. It's everything is growth. I mean, I remember when I was doing Torgasm and people didn't know he was a stand-up because he did Fear Factor in MMA. No, mm. And then he did a tour and they were like, "You're." A, nobody knew he was a comic. People knew he was the Fear Factor guy. Yeah, that now they know. It took him a, a while to go out and do shows and now people know he's, he's fucking, he's been one of my favorite comics since I saw him in Boston when I started. I think he's been that funny. Comic almost seems like too narrow of a label sure. for what Rogan does. Rogan is like, he's like an MMA analyst, a, a hilarious comedian. He's a fucking Psychedelic, yeah, like he just like he's so in the much. Joe Rogan business. He yeah. he, I think like when you look at he has being, like an empire, right? Yeah, dude, just yeah. he's just he's a business in himself, and that's like a, the smartest a, thing that he did. Well, one of the many smart things that he did was you know all the fans come into the events, yeah, and does fr- a show the Friday night, night yeah, they're looking for something so brilliant. smart to do, brilliant. Yeah, so now he so gets to travel. But the here's country. the thing: this is what I love about him, though, is that he takes all his friends with him. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. show is a like if I could afford to bring the a bunch of fucking these assholes with me <laughs> to do a show, uh, and, and he, he plays big venues, right? Plays big venues, brings all his friends, and they go up. Uh, I'll have fun, and he goes up at the end and goes out. He's not worried about. But he he'll also do this because I, I actually I performed with him in Montreal. I was opening for Kurt. It was the same weekend as a UFC event in Montreal, and he stopped by Jimbo's Comedy Works, which is a super intimate small venue, little hundred and twenty seat. Like bar almost, and he came in and just did that instead of doing the bigger comedy nest. And he said it was just because he loves Jimbo. He thinks he's a great dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he's he's got his shit together. I, yeah. <laughs> he really makes you feel shitty about yourself sometimes. Yeah, but really you need people so like smart you too. need people like sure. him. But the, you know, by the way, you he's like he, Matthew McConaughey. You know, when that three things he needs, 
you know, I need some someone to chase. So your 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 hero is Joe Rogan. In no, 10 he's years. my hero, and he's, some, he's you know what? someone to chase. I'm, he's I'm all very, three. I'm very happy that I'm surrounded by you guys because there's yeah. one guy in comedy that fascinates me, and I and I yeah. can't really figure it out. Uh, Russell Peters. Yeah, Russell yeah. Peter yeah. or Peters. Yeah. Peter. Peters. 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 Canadian. Went, yeah. Canadian, who's Huge. not that popular in the U.S. Huge. Twenty-one million a year is that is that accurate? Yeah, more, uh, yeah, he's fucking. But how, with the story, like that he was just on YouTube and then that was it. Yeah, but he's, he's a, very. It's a niche to that. Again, Indian, those, what is it? The, Asian, is it just Asian? Asian. Is, Dude, is that I, what his thing I is? I think it's like the, there's we, this huge influx of like Asian Americans, including Indians as well, just, you know, Asian Americans into America who don't have a full grasp of the language. I swear to God, I think this people. is like his. Okay. Do you understand? He so has like, a people, but he also, he capitalized, it's, it's, he's from Canada. Yeah. So when somebody becomes big in Canada, you're big the whole fucking country. And then you, a lot a of that, country. but a lot of that goes to Europe. A lot of your content goes over to Europe. Okay. And he became big. But he's not big here. He's big, he's big here now. He sells out theaters here. He's big here. Hold on, yeah. he, he sells out he, theaters. He did huge. the Foxwoods Theater. In when one I was one, one of the big. nicest guys on the planet. Really? I Canadian. Mean, what, uh, I, I tell Canadians you, I used nice. to fucking hate Canada growing up. I used to throw you quarters right in the gutter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you wouldn't even hear him go ting because it's some weird Dude, I metal. Really, yeah. right? I just then And then, good for you. And then... And then uh, I love it. I fucking love Canada. And it's I love the place. people. I'm going back up there. Into, I'm doing a tour of uh, the Just for Laughs tour again. They're, That's uh, in Montreal. Ba- it, well, barely any neighbors. We're doing... Did you ever go to that? What did you just say? Underrated. The jazz festival, the comedy festival. Yeah. What was it like going... But wait go? a minute, guys. Sorry. Guys. Mm. Guys, do you see what he did? <laughs> do you see what he did? He flips it on you. He fucking flipped it. Damn, he, uh, he made us self-esteem. He's a he, fucking And then he brought ninja. up Joe Rogan, who we're all going to fucking talk about. <laughs> He's a ninja, dude. What? But can the, I just... One more thing yes, about sir. Russell Peters. Uh, um... He did it again! <laughs> he did it again! Big MMA fan. Listen, he does Cesar he is a big He's MMA Cesar Melange, by the way. He puts his finger out yeah. there and he thinks that, oh, huge MMA fan. Good this is with Kung Lee. Yeah, this is what the fuck happened. You know, I, I actually have a lot of respect for you now because in my mind, yes. I thought that you totally forgot. No. I actually I, thought that you got so excited about all these <laughs> yeah. things that we were talking about. Yeah. Because I, I, went, I went into your world. I started yeah. asking about comedy. Yeah. I didn't you, listen to any of it. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. You're doing it again. And you're doing no. it again. What happened? Yes. With what? Oh, wow. <laughs> He's fucking good, man. Dude, I wish I didn't like you know Ariel what? so much. Here's what, what, the deal. What's the question? I, you what's the what? question? I, I, you, didn't ask, you didn't ask a question. What, what happened? happened a couple weeks ago where you got, they said you got kicked off of, kicked off of Not Fox. true. Not true. And I, they, I still work for, you see me on UFC tonight. But they said something happened. What Who's happened? They? Who's uh, they? Uh, the internet, the, the people. Internet. And we're going to listen <laughs> to them. All the yeah, well, sometimes it's true. I still work for UFC tonight. What I ha- still work. So nothing happened between you and Dana. I'm not at no. Dana didn't get mad at you. They nope. didn't say get him out of here. <laughs> well, I want him dead. He, I want his family dead. He could over an argument about he, Russell Peters. He's actually he's gotten he's gotten mad at me before. Right. Um. There are a few times where you don't. As a reporter, you always kind of wait for the Dana White call. Really? Yeah. Like, what is that? It's a, it's, a, it's. He's not, he's not happy with the Bobby Kelly you, call. It's not happy. With, <laughs> he's not happy with something you wrote or said. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he'll call you up and talk. Sure. Yeah. Talk to you nicely but, about it. But here's the funny thing about Dana. There was right. one time I'll tell you guys a story that I've never told. There was one time where he was upset right. about something I said. Okay. On my show. Right. Someone told him about. It. I doubt he listens to the show, mm-hmm. and he was mad. And uh, I was actually going to. Um, 
I was actually going to Rio for UFC 163, uh, Korean Zombie versus, uh, it was supposed to be Anthony Pettis. But was, I almost won my Korean Zombie shirt, by the way. Jose Aldo versus Korean Zombie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I spoke to him right before, and then I had to sit on the plane for 10 hours with this. And I'm a very, I'm a neurotic Jew. There's there's no more of a neurotic person in the world than me in my I, I'm just like, I'm, 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 it's a problem. Right. So um, I had to sit on the plane for 10 hours thinking about this, replaying the conversation, all this stuff. Uh, he wasn't in Brazil, so I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Saw him. Well, actually, I, I, I actually I mustered up the the testicular fortitude, mankind. Nice to uh, <laughs> to uh, give him a call. The wrestler, not all of mankind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Must make that distinction. That was amazing. I gave him a call the next uh, the next week, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and uh, he picked up, which he very rarely ever picks up. When you call him, I always text him, mm. and he's very good at getting back to you on text, another remarkable thing about him. And I was like, hey, you know, I just want to make sure we're all good, clear the air, and and, he, and I believe him. He's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you remember last week? We were talking, he's like, I forgot about that the next day. Hmm. He, I, he would have never remembered this. So it's just part of part of dealing with a guy like that. Right. Can we have Dana's number? No. <laughs> so, uh, so we are all good. Grab his phone, Lewis. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll honestly tell you what I said on the MAR when all this happened. Right. Before my time is done, before I, I leave the sport of MMA, I will explain what happened. But the most important thing is I still work for the UFC Tonight Show. Yes. I still work on Fox Sports. Yes. I'm still doing. Now, one of the things is that a lot of people don't know, I don't like talking about my personal life. Right. So my son, my, my wife was like nine months pregnant at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't tell anyone that she was pregnant. And I was taking this time off. I should be in Dallas right now, right? For mm-hmm. UFC 171. Mm-hmm. I'm not here because I'm taking some time off to be with my son, my mm-hmm. family, my other son. I'm returning in Orlando. All this coincided at the same time where these rumors came out of nowhere thinking that I was taking off these shows. This was already all in place, but I didn't want to say it because my son was going to be born in two weeks and I'm, I'm very superstitious. I don't like to talk about these things. Mm. You understand? Yes. Before my time is done, I will explain the entire story. But that's on this show, important. on this show, you'll come back on this I'll, show. I'll come back on this show before my time is done. So, hopefully, so in two weeks you're coming back. Yeah, I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> he's saying this like he's going to retire in ten years. This guy's going to be doing this for another fifty well, years. Yeah, that's like, he's, uh, you gotta see, he's saying I'm never telling you. Yeah, basically. I still, no, I'm, I'm still. I'm All right, still so something, credent- something did. Nothing. You, uh, not- nothing happened, but something happened. It's, and it's, you'll tell me someday. It, it, this thing was blown so way out right. of proportion; right. it's unbelievable. And it all coincided with the sun. Yeah. And uh, okay, I didn't miss any shows that I was right. supposed to be at or anything like that. It's, it was such because I, w- I I was actually I, I was I would I don't know if I would watch. Honest to God, not to kiss your ass. One of the reasons, and I told you this. One of the reasons I watch. UFC is because of you. It's just like when I watch WWE, the announcers, there's certain guys that I love when they're when they're there and I watch it, oh, yeah. you know, and you're one of those guys that I'm waiting for them to go to you. Thank you. And and you can tell they are too. You know, you can tell Are you talking you're talking about the post fight. I'm talking about the post fight. I'm talking yeah. about U, uh, UFC tonight. I'm yeah. talking about Fox and live at the event too. And after you're one of those guys that you're you are part of UFC. Whether they like it or not, not not I'm not saying Fox, I'm saying the UFC, the brand you are part of that, just like Dana is. I don't know. I, I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say uh, you wouldn't look right somewhere else. I don't think I can make it anywhere else. I think this sport is is very unique in that sense. Like yeah. if I went to do NBA, I think I would get you know. Well, you wouldn't make it even like if you if they were like if you weren't with UFC and you went, to, I wouldn't. Oh, you know, if I went to like Bellator, or but something? I think but I, you would add value to Bellator. Right. Like if you but went here, there, you would add. Let's something. make this distinction. I don't work for the UFC. 
I work for the broadcast partner of the UFC. Right. So the, the, those lines get blurred. I can understand right. that. But it's no different than an ESPN reporter covering But you're the part NFL. of it. You're part of it. Sure. You're part and of I'm it. And I'm happy to be a part of it. When I, you think of you, you think UFC. I'm happy to be a part of it. Why, why wouldn't I want to be associated with yeah. the top dog, right? I mean, it's... Let me ask you that. I, I connect with Ariel on this. We're like ambassadors for the sport. Yeah. Uh, no, you're not. Don't. He's trying to Thanks, connect Ariel. with you. You're the man. Listen, what I'm saying now, my next question, what's the big news? Honestly, I don't know. I, wow. I, Can somebody please go to Joe Rogan's thing? Yeah, yeah. What a jo- Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe you, Rogan. Uh, you know what? For the son of a bitch that yeah. asks the hard questions. I got nothing. You will fucking avoid the hard questions. Well, that's why I like to ask the questions. Who wants to answer the hard questions? It's easier to ask them and get out of the way. I, I like my job being in and out. That's uh, Here's one thing I hate about certain podcasts. I won't mention and uh, hammer fisting. No, <laughs> people. Some people. Everyone thinks that I take the 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 job as an interviewer very seriously. Yeah, I hate long questions. Yeah, shut up. Right. Ask. Get Are you in. Me to shut up no, <laughs> get in. Get out. Sometimes people want to hear themselves talk, 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 right, talk, yeah. talk, 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 talk. So I enjoy <laughs> Dave Smith. Dave I, Smith. <laughs> I enjoy getting in and getting out. Yeah. And 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 hearing what people say. I love. I love to ask questions. So. Um, I don't. I don't do many shows because that's not my. That's right. not. Who, that's not what people. Well, are. It's like Machida's fighting style. In and out. It's elusive. <laughs> some masters. people call it boring. Okay, but I, I, I say ask, elusive. I want to ask you some easy questions. That Go you, ahead. Some quick questions. Sure. Favorite interview of all time. This one. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's. I, I almost feel weird answering the question. I hate to top <laughs> top top three. How's that? Okay, that well, makes there, it there, some that come to mind yeah. are obviously it was uh, it was very memorable when uh, use the word memorable instead of favorite. Very very corporate of you. No. It's very you top memorable when I interviewed Dana when they when they bought Strikeforce. Really, that was a big one. I that broke that big. news. That's, yeah, that's yeah. A big one. that was that was a bombshell that no one saw coming. Yeah, um, one that is actually, and I'd love to get your thoughts on this, sir. One of the uh, interviews that is being brought up these days is when I interviewed the Undertaker after uh, Brock Lesnar lost to Kane Velasquez, oh, and then they crossed paths. Yeah, no one knew what was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're wrestling each other. You don't know about this. What they said? He said, like, so "You want to go? You know, that's one yeah, of the you want to you want to go? You want to go? I can't hear. What? I can't. What that's the one f- of the okay. main events. UFC UFC one twenty one. Brock Lesnar. I remember that. Brock Lesnar. At the end, when he walks by and he goes, "You want to do this? You want to do it? You were good. So, so, so I had no idea what was going on. I'm interviewing the Undertaker cage side, right? And they they haven't you know met since. They haven't crossed paths. People didn't know was it real? Was it not? What the hell? And now they're. They're going to be at WrestleMania wrestling each other. So I would like to suggest, I would like to offer, I don't know about free of charge, but I would just like to offer, put the offer out there to yeah. WWE to use this interview yeah. to help sell that fight. Yeah, don't I you think, need, you have a kid. You need the money. Yeah, yeah. You were great, too, because you'd stop whatever question you were asking, and you went right to that question. At first, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Dude, they very well may, because they, they're really honest about his MMA and all that. They but he was out of character, and some people... Oh, yeah, it's so cool. Brock is like the fucking best because like he wears a Jimmy John shirt. Like every other, every, every the other, other one that he gets that has yeah, sponsors. Exactly. Every other wrestler, which makes no sense to me. Like they have their own merch, which is that if you're a comic and you wore your own shirt, Monroe Martin, dude, I gave him so much. That was the last time he was on the show before today. It was because he wore his own hat, and I said, dude, I can't even look at you. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah but here's. Do you, do you think though that he's the only guy that can do that? He's a yes. very rare breed. I don't think that McMahon's gonna let. No, no, oh, no, no, no. no. He's the only one. Yeah. But it adds so but much you, you to You know what's amazing character. about that story? I was sitting in back of where Dana White and Lorenzo and those guys sit, and then there are these celebrities where 
people of, of your stature. More Norton. I'm not sure about these guys, but I think but, you... Are you comparing uh, Robert to the Undertaker, yes. the phenom himself? Um, he had worse seats than me. <laughs> oh, nice. So, uh, Brock, you, you, usually they'll walk out a certain way. He went the opposite way. And mm. if you watch that interview again, you see Undertaker's eyes kind of lock with his eyes. And from what I understand... Undertaker was planning on doing some kind of scene at the at the press conference because Vince had sent him, and I just so happened to be there with a camera. Brock recognizes this after getting his ass kicked by Cain Velasquez, and then the magic happens, and there's like five million views. Bill Simmons is tweeting about it. It was a very bizarre scene. That so look that, was was amazing. They they wanted to fight each other right there. I, well, or did they? Yeah. Or did they? That's what I, think, I still don't I think know. they did because they looked at each other and Brock, even Brock, when he lost, he had that look in his eye sure. like, I'll fucking fight you right now. Well, that's the thing. Some people think it's real, some don't. Other ones that come to mind, uh, one that I really liked, well, I did all those like walk and talk interviews. I don't know if you've seen that. Like, I was with Rampage in uh, Japan. Yeah, that was a great one. That was a lot of fun. He used to make fun of your shoes. And Rampage here in New York. Um, all the ones with Dana are always great because he's so honest and open. Um, one that I'll always remember is way back when I was working for MMA Rated, I interviewed Gina Carano. And uh, the night before, a uh, video was posted, and people were shitting on me. They were saying, like, oh, this guy's so awkward. He's horrible. This is, like, really at the beginning. And I did a little little awkward thing with her, and she was just like, ah, just be – and she just gave me a lot of confidence. I'll never forget. Like, she kind of just said, like, be yourself. Because I was trying too hard, I think, yeah. and people saw it right through that. And I was I was very nervous and, and, and because I was doubting myself, and she gave me that confidence. So that's one that I'll always remember before she fought uh, on CBS for Elite XC. I would literally drag my wife out of – bag and throw her on the lawn for Gina Carano. <laughs> Literally, she don't wake up on the lawn like, what happened? And I'd be like, now get out. And I'd put my arm around Gina. Gina is the Did her ass. one of the hottest women. Remember when the towel fell off? No. Do you remember that? Her, no, oh, her, yeah. no, 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 it didn't fall off. They had to get her yeah. dipped. It dipped. But then it was so weird because her dad was one of the people it holding was, the towel. That made it hotter. <laughs> I mean, for me. That's what I, that's my Google. I mean, partially when the when the internet, like you know, if they ever do hate you, it's probably because you look like the internet. Like that's the thing. Well, I think a lot of people are like, "Why is that guy? Yeah, Yeah, why is that guy doing that?" That's at at the beginning. It was like, who? You know, people still think like like when this thing happened. When when people thought it was the my my demise. Yeah. And I love that. And I and I and I discussed that on my show. It was like I it was so amazing how so many people came out of the woodwork to dance on my grave. He's done. He's done. They were they were celebrating my demise. Yeah, yeah. There were tons. Way more. Way 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 more that were supportive right but it was just amazing that the jealousy yeah. that people had thinking that look the ufc gave me this access now they're taking it away in their mind that's what they thought happened the ufc mm. didn't give me anything i i just told the ufc used to deny my credentials they used to apply all the time they actually took away my credentials when i was working for versus.com the broadcast partner of wec they took away my credentials it has not been a very easy road and it's still a rocky road to this day you should never have an incestuous relationship with the people that you cover it shouldn't be that way if you're if you're taking yourself serious as well, a journalist. And i think you probably take a lot of shit for that specifically from the people fans. just think that i that they open the door and say here come talk to everyone well, they're, they're, it's not they're, like they're, that you're, 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 that's what that but that's what sets you apart from all the other guys is because they are they do fit into what they want them to fit in you don't you know you, you, your ties your sneakers your look and your and your your uh your questions are way different your segments are way different than any other part of the show even on you uh ufc tonight 
It's when you're part of the show is your part of the you show. You also have an icy cold stare that I think scares yeah. people into coming yeah, people, back. I think yeah, people yeah. don't realize how <laughs> difficult it is too. People feel like it's very. It's like oh, you just sit there and ask questions, and they don't. I think on a, even on a podcast form like this, or if they actually listen to your show, you realize like you're very well researched. Like you know your stuff, and you're a good analyst of it. I, do you, did you see when Mayhem? That I oh, thought yeah. might have been the most interesting that interview. That was weird. I mean, yeah. that was so that was uncomfortable. Weird. I just found my glove, my UFC glove signed by Miller Mayhem. And I was like, holy Miller shit. Miller Mayhem. He melted. I mean, Mayhem, um, Mayhem Miller, sorry. <laughs> I have he melted dyslexia. down. But he, weird. He, I hate when people, when you fuck up and people correct you, like, you like, know what I meant. Yeah. wasn't like I said. Miller Mayhem was when my dad got Jesus Mayhem. You guys are all like, balls. I was trying to be part of the. I'm kidding. I'm letting my hair down. I'm non corporate. Look at me. You're letting your curls down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Mayhem um, Miller follows me on Twitter. Wow. Likes a lot of my jokes. Yeah, but he... he uh, nice guy. He was the motherfucker for a while. It was a little weird because he had just been arrested for being naked in the church. Yeah. So that was his first interview, and it just so happened to con- coincide with um, Here Comes the Boom coming out. Yeah. So he comes on the show, flies from L.A., doesn't tell me he's doing this, flies from L.A. to New York, in character as this bit character. Uh, did you see the movie? Yeah. He's like in it yeah. for like two seconds. Um, <laughs> he's a fighter. Yeah, he's a fighter. Lucky Patrick, but they never really, he doesn't speak or anything like that. Yeah. And the whole time he gets there, and you know, you could look in his eyes and he, he didn't see him all there, but he, he never went out of character. He never said like, okay, I'm going to do this. He was playing that guy, that Boston, whatever he was, the whole time. And then Were he you like, scared? Hits. I wasn't scared because I knew deep down that you know he wouldn't do anything. Um, I was scared watching it. You were. I, I was scared. My, my watching mom it. was flipping out. I was scared because I was like, "This guy is gonna hurt this guy if he say, if if Ariel says the wrong thing, which kept, you do." I kept calling him mayhem because it was it's, it, it, like it was yeah. an instinct, right? Yeah. Uh, and That's maybe a Jim Rowe moment right there. Yeah, with, Chris. Uh, yeah. Except yeah. you got the name. It is his name. It I mean, is his name. Yeah. Maybe I should have called him Jason. Then the 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 walk through the park well, yeah. interview after we mended the fences. What did you think of that? I thought it was good. It was. Um, I don't know, dude. It really. I'm a huge fan of his, and I love Bully Beatdown. I thought yeah, it was. A I great, love that show. I thought it was a great show. I thought he was fucking perfect on it. He was the uh, knight in shining armor. He looked out for the sure, little. When he guy. finally you fought himself, it was. I thought it was terrible. You guys and then really one weird. of the worst shows I've ever seen it was in my entire fake. life. They, they came to my gym one time and asked if, uh, people in the gym want to be bullies. Yeah, it's retarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the worst shows. Terrible. It was bad for the sport. But I thought man it was one of the only moments I bonded with my stepdad. Don't you fucking take that away from me. No, I'm just saying like the epic. Guys, 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 settle down. Like, like just all get all fucked that, like, up. That, like that, that contrived bullshit, and then it wasn't even yeah, like but, really MMA. They did a grappling yeah, round, a striking right, Look, dude, I just, get, listen, we, it can, was we, pro can, wrestling. we can sit here and take apart fucking everything. I like the show. He I was know, a good character. He was it a was good a great character. character. And he was also yeah. one of the few, I agree with you, I didn't like the show, but I, I will say it. this. Um, he was one of the few guys outside of the UFC, yeah. outside of the UFC, who actually made a name for himself. Yeah. You know, like he, he fought in the UFC for a little bit, for a very, very know, short time. Cup of coffee, and he was in Japan. He was, he was a, pride. a huge star. Huge. He's, but he's, you know what he was also, dude? Bit. He fits the archetypical crazy hair, painted nails. He looks like that. The dude. what? The archetypical? Archetypical. Wow. You're fu- did you? Re- I studied today for R.E.L. You Thank really you. did. This is fucking. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Our <laughs> fucking colored hair. You're very archetypical crazy, today. Crazy nails. He, he found. So it was he easy. found a thesaurus in the rubble of one of the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> that that explosion was next door to my building. I, I heard before, and yeah. you're not concerned about Jeez. this at all. I mean, well, no, my my building is fucking evacuated. I'm not there. I mean, where's your family? 
Oh shit! <laughs> They're at a friend's house right now. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but like, I think that's why somebody like uh, somebody uh, like Jason. What? I'm talking about mayhem. Fuck my family. It's such a heavy thing to just brush know, off. Of that. Yeah, you know, could have been us. He's like, anyway, we don't, he, we don't talk because I came home I like, and my girlfriend was watching Bully Beatdown. <laughs> Ariel literally is not doing shows. Like, not, he's just to stay with his family. A fucking building collapsed a foot away from your apartment, and you're like, I don't know where she's. Over friends, I was whatever. Anyways, back to mayhem. <laughs> fucking Miller. Who gives a fuck? No, the point is though, it was very uh, easy to sell uh, that look wow. to right. America. No one cares about Casa de Gomez. And the truth is, if you said who is this guy, people would still go, he's a UFC fighter. Years sure, after sure, he was sure, in sure, UFC, sure. while he was in Strike Force, while he was in Japan. The thing that happened to him was he was 31, he was injured, and he got released from the UFC and I don't think he came to terms with that. I think though, too, that the fighters in the game <laughs> became better. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. I then mean, they sure. were. He, he, he had been in a lot of fights. He had been around the block. He's you know? been in a lot of fights, he, but I think the. I mean, I might be wrong. I'm naive. Like I said, I'm the I'm the least schooled in here. But I think that that group of guys fought this way, and the guys that came up underneath him that he was going to have to fight, fought, trained a different way. He's a they, talented fighter, but he's not a super athlete like all these guys are. But also, yeah. you're Mayhem Miller. Mayhem Miller. You're 31. You've yeah. just been released from the top organization that you're working your way to get back in. What do you do? You need knee surgery. These guys face these 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 um, life lives after fighting. What do you do? I don't know. It's sad. What, honestly, what yeah. do you do? Do not get naked and go into a church. That's, That's the, I would just say yeah. what I wouldn't do. It's, yeah. it's, a pro, it's, it's one of the biggest problems in our sport right now that there's no... I don't want to say that the problem is that there's no union or anything like that, but there's nothing There's nothing taking care of the fighters in the sense that there's some guys who, you know, like Forrest Griffin, Matt Hughes, they'll have jobs with the UFC, and rightfully so, they deserve it. They help put the UFC on the map. But if you're a guy who dedicated your entire life and you're just kind of a mid-tier fighter, you never won, you can't do much afterwards, what do you do? You open a gym? Has anybody figured that out? Is it opening a gym? Is Man, it? Is it... Is it opening a gym and training and and becoming that ne- the, the, the 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 you know the Greg Jackson? It's possible, what, but not everyone's what, a good coach. But what what is it for these fighters? Do you think it's going to unionize? Do you think they're going to have to do something because you're calling it a league? If it's a league, there's there's going to be a union. Well, that's the thing. I don't think it's a league. I think it's a, it's a, it's a it's a essentially a team owned by some owners. It's just a massive roster. That's really what it is. But. I think there is still that room if they want to unionize. I don't think they will unionize because look at UFC 151. Did you see one fighter stick up for John Jones? There wasn't one. There wasn't one fighter who there said, was a you know couple what? Guys. There was a couple guys that got no. us back a little bit on the internet. I, 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 Maybe guys who were outside of the UFC, but you didn't see George St. Pierre. You didn't see guys with clout yeah, man, come out no and one. say, you know what? If I was in that position, I would do the same thing. They just stayed away from that topic. Um the problem is that you know no one wants to. The top guys doesn't want to fight. He did, why? Why should John Jones stick his neck out? That's what people say. Stick his neck out for the guy who's making ten and ten at the bottom. We, yeah. I mean, we t- we kind of touched on this on our, on our show. Um, but the Gilbert Melendez thing, by the way, that was a big deal, and that got people very excited. Huge. That got people that was very really excited huge. About free agency because and now like there's this competition. That's why there's always they always say like this comedy club here. It's good that this comedy club's around the corner. Absolutely, because it keeps you on your toes. It also gives people. Well, it's uh, good for the comics and for the fans. Good for everybody. It's good for everybody. For, nothing's for, nothing's better for the consumer than competition. That, really that, is that like, situation is one of the up. rare situations where 
everyone came out looking good. Gilbert comes out looking good because he tested the waters and he got himself the deal that some fighters envy. Um, the UFC comes out looking good because they re-signed Gilbert Melendez and he deserves to be there. Bellator, who's had this amazing stretch of bad press, comes out looking good because now they have provided an outlet for these fighters. And guys, I can't tell you how many texts I got from big-name fighters, people saying, what's going on with this Gilbert? How much is he getting? What's that? This is so great. This is exciting. All of a sudden, they're like, wow, I can, I can actually test the market like any pro athlete can, mm-hmm. be a free agent, and see what I can get. Why not? They should be able to they do that. They should. And through this, I think that uh, Bellator will start getting really good fighters. That the we'll UFC see. are letting... Because the UFC is cutting pay, right? I mean, they're, 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 they've been cutting... Last year, they cut some guys, but this year, they've added so many shows. But they're cutting people's pay, mm-hmm. I heard. Who, who are you hearing this from? From Dana White. Really? <laughs> I'll call him right now. <laughs> on the record or off no, the record? No, not off the record. <laughs> oh, well, now you just broke But something. on a record. I, he wrote <laughs> but, it on a record. But if it was... I had a record. It was a Steve Martin record. I didn't want anything <laughs> on it, but he signed, he wrote on it. That on the record, and I took the record. I had to wash the record because my wife bought me that for my birthday. So I put the record back up on the wall. But on the uh, record, he told me that. But it was it's off the record now, so it's on the record and off the record. I'll keep going with this, guys. Right, yeah. Until one of you tells I me to shut it. the fuck up. That was my favorite thing of the show so far. I, I don't know if they're cutting pay. I can't believe you won't fucking give me anything about what anything. <laughs> I'm can, you, can you bring you, some you, news? You How keep long? telling me you're not corporate, and you didn't want to say my favorite or do. I we had to say memorable. Give us something. I don't have a favorite. Give us something. Give us something. Fucking break a news story right now on this show. Give us something for the YKWD fans. Luis Gomez loses chance to be MMA broadcaster. <laughs> you, you've been you've been uh, nominated four years in a row. Not not nominated. One. One. Oh, would you see that finger go up? Holy shit. Season Melange in that yeah. one. Yeah. That was good. Well, I, I, write, of, uh, I write my name in the ballots. That is a, that's a big downgrade really? yeah. if you won to say it was not. It's like if I said, you auditioned for Torgasm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is that, is that crazy? Do, do you, I mean, there must... You must be so proud of yourself. That's cool. I mean, it's voted by the fans, which is Dude, really you, cool. You were a guy that didn't it's a, get it. Yeah. They denied you passes. Yeah. Right? Here you are. You gave yourself six months. And here you are, four years in a it's row, a, you won. I can't believe, like... First what, of all, you can't be humble when I said it the wrong way. You went, what? Nominated? <laughs> well, you, almost mean, stra- you almost jumped across the table. Let's be honest. I mean, let's just, facts are facts. Right? Facts I are facts. Yeah, let's get you it right. Are, we learned that earlier. What's the exact title again? Um, uh, of my, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, journalist of the year. Journalist of the oh, year. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Journalist of the year, and you got a trophy, right? I have a trophy. I have three. That's crazy. Maybe getting four one day. Does Karen get mad at you? I don't know. You have to ask her. Do you care? Are you guys friends? Oh, he does not like Karen Bryant. We're colleagues. We're colleagues. I don't have... Say it again. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't like her. Honestly, I don't have many friends, uh, period. And uh, I don't have many friends. I think one of the things... We were talking about fighters. I would love to see more camaraderie in MMA media. I think MMA... If you look at every other sport, you have... Um, the Baseball Writers Association of America, you have football, mm-hmm. basketball. All these guys have uh, have they they band together. You were mentioning the Sherdog thing earlier. I would like to see MMA media band together more. Right. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. One thing: those people dancing on my grave that I was talking about earlier. A lot of it came from MMA media. 
Well, I, from your from your coworkers. Well, I wouldn't call them coworkers. People I work with, I would right. call coworkers colleagues. I guess really? you can call them. Do you do you think sure? Because I always did feel like I thought the UFC was wrong for that in that period when they wouldn't credentialize Sherdog. But as a guy who was a hardcore fan back in the day and loved Sherdog because they were the only thing. was it Sherdog? I or was say, just one dude from Sherdog. I thought no. It, well, it was, it, it was for gross, a long time. Right? It was no for a long time. It was the entire site. So okay. okay. Look, they did. If you like, if you're making that camaraderie point, they do kind of have to share in part of the blame too. I mean, they made themselves an anti-UFC site. They were pro Pride on sure. every level. Sure. There, they, it was to the point where they were so biased. You were kind of like, oh, they were so harsh on Dana White on some of their stuff. I mean, like, so so you do almost kind of something have to give happened them- behind the scenes there with the business dealings. That I really it was it was before my time, so I don't I don't really know. But <clears throat> you know, an example, like let's say something. A lot of people have this misconception that, you know, if you say something negative about the UFC, they'll yank your, your credentials. And uh, it, it's really not the, the truth. Um, they think back to the sure dog thing that happened. But that was like a business dealing that went wrong. So who knows? And Cage Potato was because they put out the, the play. They, they put out pirated pictures from um, Ariani. Was it Ariani? Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part. Let's just say that did happen. Like, let's say Cage Potato was was this reputable site that that uh, needed to be there, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the media should stick up for each other. They should say that this is not something that should happen. You know what I mean? But I feel like in, in uh, our sport, if that happened, people would just go along with their daily routine. No, I completely agree with you, but I was just I also think on the other side, it would get like Josh Gross, who I thought it was just like incredible, but I mean it would get to and he's been demonstrably proven wrong. He just said pride guys would come in and wipe out the UFC guys. I mean Was they, he that, was he, that he said every he said uh Vanderlei would destroy Chuck Liddell. Right. He said But that's Fedor opinion. Would, yeah that's opinion and it didn't it happen. Seemed, it seemed like he it always happen. wanted to And it didn't happen. They came in them. and they all got fucking Crow Cup got Kicked with a crow cop. Well, Everybody, I, I, and we talked about this as well. I mean, I tell you, they have like you just interrupt me with your fat hand. I was in the middle of a rant. You, f- this isn't hammer fisting. You fuck. Sorry, I apologize, Ariel. No, no problem. All right, one of my colleagues, as right. you said, he's an asshole. Right. Is what he is. We are fighting today. We had a nice, nice long one this morning. So. Well, now I lost my rant. So now you go. No, well, no, you were saying that the the pride guys. Yeah, they none but, of them. None of them really came in and did anything. Who did? Well, well Rampage the, won the title. Rampage won it, but he fucking yeah. lost it real fast. Well, Little Nog won it. Little Nog's looking great right now. Shogun won the title. They Shogun had, lost when they, he came in. He no, lost the forest. No, he had he had a, he had mixed results, but he did win the title. He always, but he wins and then he loses. Then he wins, then he right. loses. I would say they had mixed results, and I, I would say that the you know the heavyweights came in, and I think in Pride that that division was genuinely the strongest division. Also, who you call? a pride guy. Anderson Silva was a pride guy. Right. He had a pretty good run. Um, but but it's it's. I think they're talking about those guys like after the purchase. Sure, right? After yeah, the purchase really, and yeah. then they came over like these and I was excited to Look, see all these pride guys. I was excited to see all these guys come and it was kind of anticlimactic. No, and no and I think that, that they they found like Vandalay and, and, and Shogun, they found their way to be relevant in the UFC now. But I think UFC fighters... At the time, we're just a different breed, and there was different rules, and the ring was different, and a lot of stuff was different. That's probably some of that's morale too. You're you're on top in this one place, but then now you're just a part I, of a bigger machine. But you bring up a great point about the cage. I, I won't say that's the entire reason for some of their failures, but Crow Cup always said he always felt uncomfortable in the cage, and he, some of them didn't even train in cages. Yeah, it's so a different thing. You get pushed totally up against that cage field. Yeah, they, they would actually take you and move you out to the also, center. Also, let's not forget different rules. Yeah, you know, soccer. Kicks, I think all that I stuff. love the. 
cards. I love the penalty. Well, I'm, I'm just saying as far as what you can do yeah. in in the actual fight. A Chael, soccer kick. Could Chael you imagine getting soccer kicked? Uh, I, I hate that. I hate soccer kicks. I don't Terrible. Think, I don't think there should be. Yeah, I think, I think elbows, elbows on the ground should be uh, illegal, too. Really? I do, man. I don't just, mind that. With too many like fights. Elbows. What happens? Those dude, John Jones elbows. That's people, a great weapon. People get sliced open and it ends a fight yeah. prematurely. You How know? often does what that happen? That's never happened. When does that ever happen? People say that, but when do fights get stopped for cuts? We just saw who just had their fucking head split open by an elbow. This is about a month ago. There was a huge... Yeah, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen that often is what we're saying. It used You're to, saying that it happened so much that on. we should get not, right. even forget, get devil hands out of my face. Even to forget the fight being stopped, you have guys that are I use devil hands to get you, you out of my Nick face. Diaz who has a fucking pound of scar tissue over his eyes because he's getting elbowed in the face a bunch. He takes a bunch of shots. It just seems like unnecessarily violent. And yeah, but that's not what you said. You said that it happens too much. It doesn't. I think elbows on the ground are no, fine. People are getting cut all the time from elbows. Yeah, but that's, but a lot that's of not time, stops. A lot of the fight. A lot of times when the guys are being cut, it's from an elbow. Even if the fight doesn't yeah, but stop, then, yeah, it but, seems unnecessary. But that's what you said. You said when they stop, they stop the fight because of elbows. But if they you don't. can just, if they don't stop the fight and you just bloody someone up and now they can't see good, yeah, great. You landed an elbow and now they can't that's, see good. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. when the term of, of the move is called soccer kick, it's terrible. It's, 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 I think it's, <laughs> it's terrible. Right? That was a good point. Yeah. Let me, let, let, let me get to this sport. because we have to wrap don't up. Don't bring soon. soccer into a real sport. You know. I fucking it's love like Mike. Mike, you've been dunk. killing for all day. Yeah. Uh, like all day you've been killing. Doing podcasts for five hours. Um, I, I want to ask, what, what's up with Bob Sapp? Bob Sapp, that's a good question. It's a great question. Yeah. You avoid this one? No, Will no, no. he fight for a you title? Know, like you want to tell me when you give up your career? I don't I don't like the fact that I've been now painted with this brush of avoiding questions. Because that's... you. I, I'm, I, I'm, I we're, listen, we're busting I know, balls. I know, I know. Uh, Bob Sapp... I think he's lost. I, I, certainly, in my eyes, I, I actually really enjoyed watching Bob Sapp. Like back in the day, you had this massive guy, former no NFL. Yo, those fights were great. Crow Cop and K One, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, he started, in my opinion, fixing fights, throwing fights. Really, he's losing in ten seconds. Come on, who's he losing to? What other explanation? I've asked him this question on the show, and then he starts telling me these things about head injury and all that. That's fine, but just admit what you're doing. You're going around the world. You're collecting paychecks. And you're just throwing fights. Yeah, you don't want to get hit. You don't want to get hit. Yeah, dude, nobody wants he's to get hit. He's losing in 10 <laughs> seconds to guys who you would have creamed. Yeah, but isn't, by, isn't so that... His legacy has been tarnished. And then he goes on these Twitter rants that I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about owning his house and his credit card and that I have debt. I don't know what he's saying. The guy's an entertainer. He's an actor. Isn't, so I know part of it is pro wrestling. Yeah. But, uh, isn't that big now in Japan? Isn't that what some fighters are, some fighters are actually doing? Pro wrestling now in Japan. Well, there was always, a long time. It's always, it's, all, it's always kind of blended together. I mean, like, you know, like Anoki. Um, that stuff. was like the, yeah, the, the, it's if you look at the foundations like of uh, Japanese MMA. Antonio Anoki. It's like that's, a famous story. But, where who did he smack in the face um, mm. after their like their first win in MMA? Oh, was it, uh, was it Machida? Yeah, it was Machida. Dude, Machida won yeah. on under Antonio Inoki. Well, he does like, that to everyone. He does that, That's like his thing where he slaps That's you. You're accepted. He smacks you in the fucking face, dude. And Antonio Inoki's like a fame, you know. Fl- yeah, you know. He, he fought Muhammad I'm going to start doing this on this podcast. Yeah. I'm going to crack you right at the end of the show just to accept <laughs> you. <laughs> <into> the, like, <laughs> no, but, but dude, he Antonio Inoki was one of the first guys that fought uh, an MMA fight in general. That was the one Muhammad Ali. against Muhammad Ali, dude, where he wouldn't get up. He just kept on turtle walking toward him, and they fought to a draw. It was like yeah. a 25-minute fight or something. Crazy thing about that uh, judo Jean LaBelle, who, you know, uh, Ronda Rousey, you know, he was actually the referee of that. Really? I did, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Huh. So there you so, go. I broke so, something for you. So, <laughs> it, it just happened 40 years ago. So, <laughs> But, 
he's going to Bulgaria. He's going to Croatia. He's going to Saudi Arabia and, and these fights. And By the way, Ariel, you look seconds. like you're from all three of those countries. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is very the true. The most non-looking Jew I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, what? Lebanon, Egypt. I'm, yeah. Who Ariel doesn't look Jewish? Not at all. I got the nose, but it's funny when That's I always tell people. That's what they call you. That's your nickname. Yeah. Right? But I always tell people, oh, my mom's from Lebanon. My dad's from Egypt. And then they're like, oh, great. You know, what do you think of Palestine? But I'm Jewish. They, 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 they don't. Get that and then guy. they just go. So, so, so Bob, so Bob Sapp and you are don't like each other. Yeah. I have no problem. I actually but he doesn't like you. Extended an invitation to come back right. and the fences. Yeah, but he's the afraid fa- you're going to knock him out. The fa- <laughs> the fact that I'm even like the fact that you're even asking me a question about Bob Sapp that is surreal to me. Like that goes back to the guy who's just trying to make it. The fact that Bob Sapp even knows who I am is right. still very surreal to me. Yeah. Um, that being said. He's completely tarnished his legacy. Yeah. He's turned himself into a prostitute. Right. I have no respect for him, and but, I wish he would just come clean. Can I ask you a question, doing. though? Yeah. Okay. Here's a guy who's not doing it here. He's doing it in the middle of nowhere. Sure. He's doing it in Bulgaria. He's doing. This guy can't fight anymore. He can't make a living. You're he, making a mockery of the sport. All right, hang on one second. Let me just finish. Let me just let me just be devil's advocate for sure. Bob Sapp. Sure. He can't make a living anymore. He's not doing it. He's taking these fights. And yeah, he's okay. So he's given up in ten seconds, but he's not doing it here. He's not trying to do it in the main event. He's not trying to do it for real. Well, because no one would hire him to do that. You don't think he would do it here if he could? You don't think Dana White would hire him? No. Why? He's on like a fifteen fight losing streak. I think he might have sprinkled one in there. I think he won recently. He won. Did he yeah. really? against yeah. Glass Joe? Dana couldn't. Yeah, exactly. how, how big is he? Could he even fight? Up no, he, he couldn't even make two sixty five. That would be a mock. How big is he? Like he's, 300 he's gigantic. pounds. Yeah, oh, like is he? 85, something like that. Yeah. Um, why, would someone, why would someone do that? Now, you know what he should do? Go to pro wrestling. Go to WWE. Right. You're so good at, you know. Well, I hate that the Japanese, I mean, I hate blurring that line. You know, it's like it shouldn't be blurred at all. Like there's like real fighting and then there's like entertainment. But it, 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 it works things. in Japan. You know, uh, Sakuraba was a pro wrestler. Yeah. And, and look how he... But a lot know. of those fights over there are, ho- are kind of weird fights, don't you think? What do you mean? In Japan, like the fights that he's fighting, and they're paying to see this giant oh, sure. black American... They love that stuff. Yeah, they love I, it I, over It's a there. novelty, though. Oh, yeah. you mean like the freak show fights? Yeah, like they, you know, they hang nine Japanese girls right. off his arms. But don't you miss <laughs> the, 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 the spectacle of Japan? Don't you miss like those kind of... It, I miss it, pride. It was I miss, different. I miss the trophy. The open weight Grand Prix where you I, have like, yeah. you know, you have like Mark Coleman fighting Vanderlei I think it's all. It's, it's very interesting to just point out that Pride is still to this day the only other organization besides the UFC that ever successfully did MMA. They didn't close for market failure reasons. I right. mean, they closed for like you know this. Sure, weird... but they didn't do it successfully in the uh, US. I got a breaking no, news. That's true. Uh, um, is your wife is trying to get a hold of you? Is she really? Yeah, I believe so. Is I that her phone number? I can't imagine yeah. why. Is that her? A, bil- a building fell. Is that her? Oh, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, you, all right, listen. No, I turned my phone off on YKWD because Bobby won't lose his mind on me if I have my phone on. No, listen, please, why are you the victim again? I'm not the victim. I just... I was a victim earlier today what, when a building collapsed around me. What would the text say? Let's figure it out. The, to the text said, I'm trying to... Is Lewis still with you? I'm trying to get a hold of him because a fucking building collapsed next door. Yeah. That's what he well, said. Another building? Why am I that would... Stop making... You, look at... I just gave you the text. You don't have your phone on in a podcast. That's it. He was respecting the pro- the podcast yeah, he, process. Yeah, but that's not my fault. That you should Are still you do that. Him? Are you mad at him? 
Now he's mad at me because I respected the podcast process. No, I'm too much. mad that you fucking think you 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 you're making me a villain out can, of respecting I the podcast. You can never win with you. Listen, I'm gonna make you a villain. That fucking goatee is making you a villain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand him. I, I I you know I was it's gonna like d- Dana White from an Here's alternate reality where fudge is more delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna do a one on one with you. Uh, and I was brownies instead of steroids in this universe. <laughs> I was gonna do a one, just me and you. It would have just turned into him interviewing you the but entire it, time. I, he, uh, re, I, I, Bobby's I, crying, dude. I don't know. I love to do. I got raped for a steak, dude. Yeah. Ultimate fudge chugging. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm getting a pounding on my own fucking show. You're lucky my blood sugar's low, you cocksuckers. Um, all right, so here's the deal. You're, you're, you're still working for Fox. You're yes. still working for MMA fighting. You're still in the business. Still in the biz. What, what's your next thing? What's, what That's do you, what do you want to do? I want to reinvent myself a little bit. Really? Yeah. What, do you want to? That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, when my time is done, I'll let you know. That could be next week. This son of a bitch has got son of a bitch has got <laughs> That's something. That's what CM Punk said to you, and then he was gone. Right? Did hey, you, do you follow me on Twitter? Yeah, you do. Did you see my little shout out to CM Punk? In the mis- I did. You missed that. You missed. I that. did. I saw it. What was it? I forget. I'm not going to memorize. I don't I memorize you. your fucking tweets. Well, you, you know, you have a guest that comes on. You were waiting to hit me with the. I know. I know. I knew. I was like, why does he want me on the show now? No, no, no. That's not you why. Were waiting. To I hit swear me with to the God. Can I be honest Do with your you? research? Can I be honest with yeah. you? Honestly, I did not want you because I wanted you on the show before this. Before that shit happened, you were supposed to be on the show. Absolutely. And you I never did, asked me. Did, I asked you. you were supposed to be on before. Remember. When, last I, week? No, way before. I said, dude, I want you on my show. And we but tried. we never actually... Well, because actually I had a fucking a kid date. and all this shit, and, and I moved and all that. No, no, fuck you, dude. Dude, you had a kid. <laughs> I had a kid two weeks ago. Yeah, well, your second kid. You're, and you don't really... It was three you. weeks ago, yeah, all right? You just... <laughs> that was a pro wrestling move you just did yeah, there. Yeah, you, I, I swear to God, I did not... I, I did not... I got to have him on the show. Look, I, absolutely not. But I was definitely going to ask you what the hell happened. Sure, sure. But now I know. Now I know. Punk and I, I know, are going to show up somewhere. Yeah, you guys are going to show up somewhere, and you're going to be big news. Oh, my wife! That's oh. awesome. Hang on. Hang on. Well, you said you, you were serious I wish about. I was uh, serious. You <laughs> loved it for a second there, right? Uh, <laughs> I know he's going to be on the talking. Hang on a second. What are you doing? I'm doing a podcast. I'm. St- this is. Uh, we're, we're we're wrapping it up right now. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, just wondering where you were. That's all. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm shut. I'm tell you, you don't shut that kid up. What I tell? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> She knows me. That's nice. Uh, she knows. Uh, all right, baby. I'll be. I swear what? to God, honey. <laughs> no, I'm. Do you still? How's Jim You good? Was it good today? <laughs> yeah, Jim Are you gonna be home? I'm gonna be home soon. What the fuck? What are you? You're embarrassing me in front of my guests. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? All right. Bye. All right. Goodbye. I love you. Uh, wow, she didn't say it back. I taught her not to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, the, I, I, when I hear him, I get fired. I, 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 it was hard to leave. Today was really hard Boy to leave. Boy or girl? Him. Boy, Maximus. Maximus. Yeah. What's your kid's name? I have uh, one named Oliver. Yes. And one named Walter. Walter? Yeah. Wow, that's a cool name. Hey, what do you think? I like Walter. The family wasn't into it, but you know what? I was always a big fan of Walter Cronkite. 
Remember him? Yeah, it's, it, Are you trying to race yeah. chimney sweeps? <laughs> <laughs> so Walter so, and isn't, isn't Walter Cronkite the Howard Cosell of not sports? Wait, I don't get the joke here. I don't get because the joke. Because Oliver Twist. Oh, I didn't Oliver see and Walter. They were, his old but he's so hands. stupid, he doesn't know that they were pickpockets. Chimney Whatever. sweeps were in Mary Poppins. Oh. Whatever. If you're, Cause, cause if like you're Puerto English Rican, names. you read a book, and old, they're not Puerto Rican. English you don't think they're pickpockets. It wasn't even Oliver Twist, dude. And that's where the, 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 the my mind went. Yeah. But chimney sweeps was just because they're old timey British names. Right, dude, right, right. Don't. F- what's your What's your son's name? James. James. James mm. Sydney. Basic. Yeah. Which is also, I think, an old timey yeah, British, British name. name. But he's yeah. going to be a chimney sweep. <laughs> he's already taking classes. All right. So here's the deal. We got we got nothing out of you. What? What time is it? It's well, I've given you, you. I've never been on a show longer. It's it's bath time right now. We got it's a lot. We got a, we didn't get the we didn't get the thing out of you, but you will come back and announce it. Absolutely, I, I want to come back before. I had a blast. Really? Yeah. Are right, you come back on? All right, I'll, and I'll next be here time, every week. Ne- not. <laughs> <laughs> what if he showed up every week? Can you imagine? Guys, slowly <laughs> becomes his show. Actually. You know what, what Ariel? <laughs> what? What the fuck? Um, no, thank you for coming on, brother. I've I've seriously wanted you on for a long time. Everybody Love was you. excited. That's why I wanted to put these guys on. Thank you. Because we're all big fans of uh, the sport. We're all big fans of you and well, what you do. Well, a colleague, but. <laughs> we never even finished that. So, by the way. Will he? Are you going to be an MA journalist? Well, no, tell him what journal, you're doing. Right journalist. Now. Well, what I do now, I'm a comic. If there's any writing involved, no. But if that's not true, motherfucker. I've been published by Fox News Latino. Jesus Christ! Can times. I make a joke without you jumping down my serious man? Hey, I can write. <laughs> Fox News Latino. He's this close to getting a sponsorship with Goya products. So. He doesn't speak Spanish. He's the only Spanish that I, he doesn't know to speak. to hear this answer. We've been so waiting parents died before what they what taught I, him. I'm a huge fan, obviously. Yeah, and you're fat. We not, I, what I like. Hey, not everyone who loses their parents can be Batman. All right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge dip after Batman. I don't fucking want to see Batman versus Superman. Fuck I that know, movie. Go ahead. Fucking assholes! You see, yeah. see the little respect I get here. I don't Ariel? think I'm ever gonna find out. No, I what I wanna. I mean, I want to get something to eat. <laughs> I want to be ingrained in that world. I, I'm I'm co- I'm currently co-hosting Tap Out Radio every week on XM. You Sirius. are? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I just just joined the the team last okay. week officially, and I do the podcast on this network, Hammer Fisting. So I wanna I wanna give like salty. the fans <laughs> the water is it's incredibly salty. salty. That's how much he cares, Lewis. That he Wait literally got distracted by the is water. Is the water salty? <laughs> Unbelievably salty. Lewis Lewis, Lewis talks. And you tap Salty. out on the radio. That's <laughs> yeah. Don't don't drink that. Yeah, I, I trust me. Well, can please. we get him another water, please? That's not that was salty. Bizarre. That was really bizarre. Really. Um, so yeah, dude. What I want to do is I just want to fucking. Can you can, not that one? You. Fucking... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so no, you're on not... Tap Out Radio. That's great. Serious. Yeah. What? What's the channel? Uh, Sports Zone 92 uh, okay. every Thursday. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I want to. I think I, I come from like the fans' perspective, and I think that I do you. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm not. I'm not one of these. I'm not a fact you, guy. Why don't you come out with like a funny-ish podcast about MMA? That's, look right there. That's my logo. The Hammer Fisting Podcast. Well, you. This me, is your show. That's my show. Well, now I will check it out. Will you you got to check it out, dude. You'll yeah. love it. Will you, why don't you be on it sometime? Yeah, yeah come absolutely. on my show, dude. When did it come it's out? It's me and Dave four years ago. We do it. We do it right here. Four years studio. ago. Yeah, in this studio. Yeah. Why it's did a, you ever reach out? Uh, you know, dude. I think I actually have. I think you, you ignored have? my tweet, bro. That was your way of reaching out? What am I... I don't know your fucking number, this bro. This guy has my number. He I barely ne- invited me here today. <laughs> I would never do that to you. Well, you could ask, you know. Yeah. 
Well, still, l- later, let me know. All right. It's called the Hammer Fisting Podcast. I mean, can you blame me for not responding? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Man, it's Jesus. right under Glory Hole, yeah. Hammer Fisting, and News Whore. And, and then you look at Lewis and you think it's just Ham or Fisting Podcast. Can I get know? it on iTunes? Yeah, on right. iTunes. I'll check it out. Ryan you, you give me the bandana. I yeah, you'll think it, dude. We just, I mean, it's like, it's this. You have, it's, guess, you have guests yeah, often. We, we, I know you had Caesar, you said. Yeah, I mean, who did you just get? You oh, we had Jen. Jen's Pulver's doing a monthly segment on the show now. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Last week we had uh, Joe Benavidez. Yeah, there's no bigger fan than this guy right here, as yeah. far as the sports goes. He's been supporting for a, a while. And, you know, and I, he was as giddy as a girl when I told him you were coming on. But I really, I'm going to let everybody go. We're going to wrap this up because my I got to go see my kid. And we all got to go see our kids, except for Dave. Scopo and you. Uh, who, who, I gotta go be one. So. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't fuck for real. Nah. But um, I'm uh, engaged. I fuck. <laughs> not for realsies. Oh. Uh, leave it in. See what yeah. happens. Fearless fucking is what I call that. Uh-huh. It's called real love. <laughs> let it grow. That's what my mother told me when I was trying to have a baby. Just stick it in and let go. Luckily, all my That's shirts. That's what she told me. Luckily, every shirt I buy, my kids can wear afterwards. So it kind of fits. Well, can we have that bandana? Like, yeah, yeah, I deserve it. Uh, anyways, uh, Ariel, <clears throat> thank you so much. You can Play check out Ariel. Uh, what's the website? Tell uh, everybody. MMAfighting.com, UFC Tonight, and uh, Twitter. And Twitter. And then Ariel the uh, new the new job you got coming out. Oh, almost got you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking right with a view. Just like, yeah, I'm going to be on HP. Ugh, fuck yes. me. <laughs> it's Woo. me. It's me and Susie Orman. It's on me and N- Brian NSFC. Gumbel. Yes. Uh, and I'm taking over Brian Gumbel. Shit, is that it? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, like, can you imagine? That would be something. That'd be fucking something. Yeah. If that's it, I swear I'm yeah, going to kill exactly. you. <laughs> and, uh, and Gina Carano is coming back. Yep, yep, that's uh, true. Tomorrow. Right? Yep. She's coming back tomorrow. Yeah. Is that real? She's going to tweet that she's back tomorrow. Are you fucking with me? Yes. This podcast Shut isn't out for three weeks. <laughs> I am. God damn it. I'm such a sucker. Really? Yeah. I, I, I got I, him with the CM Punk thing just a few minutes ago. Do you ago. understand? I could never do what you do because I'm just an asshole. I get nervous and I'd shake. When me and Norton did interviews, we did interviews at that yeah, thing. Yeah. We was, <laughs> it was. I saw some of them. We were holding up two microphones like dicks and people didn't know what to do. Like I, we hold, they two mics and they were just looking like, what do I do? You fucking idiots. And we were just asking the dumb. So how does it feel? Yeah, what do you exactly. feel? What worst question? Unbelievable! My worst, worst thing I ever did be- before I let you go. Uh, Brock Lesnar beat the Ooh. fuck out of Frank Mir <laughs> and Reed, who I love, Reed Harris, fucking greatest guy ever, right? Him and Dana are so nice, right? He ushers us literally over the fucking railing through the back so we can go to the press conference and see. We're sitting there as Brock walks by. Oh. I bow my head out of, because he's such an alpha male. Instinctually, <laughs> me and Norton both bow our heads. Like, don't look him in the eyes. I'm literally looking at the ground, because I am a fucking omega. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Mir's coming down. His face looks like a hamburger. Okay? Oh, he's coming, like, literally just sad. And you lift your head up? He just got yelled at. I'm, I, go, I go, good job, Frank. Uh, Oh, oh man Reed Harris looks at me like What the fuck yeah. Did you just say to the guy He just got his face Pumbled in you And then Norton was like You dummy You don't tell the fucking guy yeah. Who just got beaten Good job <laughs> The fuck is wrong with dude, you Dude I had a silly, Dude uh, Bellator When Kurt Pellegrino Made his, his oh, only yeah. His only uh, Bellator day, uh, fight It was against uh, Patricky Pitbull I believe it was Say that again five times Patricky Pitbull Patricky Pitbull, Patricky Pitbull. Right. So uh 
Yeah, dude. Like, I, I'm, like, I'm a Pellegrino fan as much as anybody. It's like it's, I love fucking. He's good. He's I cool. love sparkling water too. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my new thing. I have it in my fridge. You can push sparkling. I have a soda stream. In are you interrupting me again on purpose? Yeah. Pellegrino versus Perrier. I'm trying to end oh, the I show. Get, I get what you're doing. I'm trying to end the Pellegrino. show. I get it. So uh, I fucking. <laughs> you didn't get the Pellegrino I reference. I didn't get it. It was that bad of a joke. No, no, no. no. I'm not going to be fucking blamed for not getting that shitty joke. I got to let him go back to Brooklyn to buy I'm records. I'm saying my last thing. <laughs> it's, the sun's going down. He can't use electricity. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to walk into a dark house. So, dude, he just got beat. And it was my first time. I believe that was my first time actually at a post-fight press conference where I asked a question. Where they wow. over the mic. My first time. And just a, I was a nervous. I have this on audio, dude. I played it on the show. Like, nervously, the mic was in front of me. I went... Kurt, first of all, I just want to say I love you. Oh my gosh! Oh my I, God! I said like as a reporter, and then I love you. I don't wow. even love it. I don't even that big of a fan. I don't. I could give a shit less. First of all, Kurt, I love oh you. Oh my God! Everything I fucking your I'm career. not your friend and anymore. Then, and then he just started punching his own ears. <laughs> what, what did you say? Can you please say it again? I told him I loved him. Say it again. I Raise you. your hand, Kurt. I'm gonna pick all, you. Let me pick you. Right. Good. Raise your hand. Uh, yeah, with that. Louis, Louis J. Gomez, Hammer Fisting Podcast. Uh, Kurt, first of all, uh, for, first thing I want to say, I love you. I love you. Man. Why do you love me? I, I don't. I'm nervous. There's a microphone in my face. I've never done this before. What was your question, though, to follow it up? I don't know, dude. Just, no? that was pro- I was, dude. How does it feel? <laughs> How does it feel to get knocked out by Patricky Pitbull? He said, I love Scott you. Scott uh, Scott Farrell, that's funny. You know. um, all right, so here we go. Okay. We're going to end this show. <laughs> was that uh, a bad I, thing? I, first of all, I thought that was an impersonation of Scott. No, Farrell. that's my impression uh, of the impression they do of me. Uh, okay. I found a poem that I wrote back in the day that I will be bringing on the next show. Oh, you got and letting one of you read. Uh, yeah, it's a poem, a heartfelt poem that I wrote a long time ago. What are you? <laughs> Well, um, because you read your poem back in the day, and I told you that I had a poem, too, and you said, when you find it, can we read it? So you're just kind of stealing my steez. No, I'm not stealing it. I, fine, you don't, I won't bring it in. No, I want you to bring no, it in. No, I'm kidding, Bobby. I'm kidding. I won't bring it in. You don't want to read Why it? Why do you always have to do this? Why do you... You did it! I said a poem, and then you stopped. First of all, you just were able to fit in that WC shirt today. <laughs> Today's the day. I literally found this oh, shirt. Like, great, I, by the way. Bobby's on I go, the way back. I go, let me wear this shirt, and then I put it on, and my wife went, eh. <laughs> she sewed it onto you. It slid up one side. <laughs> Anyways, I'm back, motherfucker. You look good, dude. All right, thank you. I'll be there. I'm this summer. I'll be there. Um, but uh, Ariel, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, you amazing work. Good luck in the future. I hope you have it back on the show again. Absolutely. If you want to come on, and next time it won't be you know all you you you. You can just come on and hang. Absolutely. And have some fun and, yeah, yeah. and uh, talk about what the fuck's going on. Uh, uh, Dave Smith, what do you got? Um, I uh, actually, I, I just started a new podcast. Um, uh, anyways, Louis Jones, <laughs> are you on my network? Uh, no, I'm on a, a competing network. So Which one? Uh, at Stand Up. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I, uh, check it out on iTunes. Yeah, you got so, nine million listeners all that already. Well, it was, if, uh, it's it's like a political comedy podcast though. If oh, you it are sounds fucking in thrilling. Show, it is. It's very fun. Yeah, check yeah. it out. It's called Part of the Problem. A fucking wordy guy just talk. <laughs> Who's on it with you? I have two co-hosts, uh, j- uh, two comics. I don't know if you know them, though. They're younger guys. Who's it, who is it? It's uh, Jessica Sager and Mike Brancatelli. Okay. They're both, they're both younger guys. Though. And it's, is it right wing or is it political? Is I mean, I'm, li- I'm like a libertarian, so that very much colors like kind of the podcast, but I like it to just be kind of like comedians, like funny people can talking I tip, about Can I give you a tip on podcasting? Sure. Right. Here's the fucking...
mic. Yeah. <laughs> How's that? Start talking to the mic. Tip number one, use the mic. Listen. This is late in the podcast nice. to get yeah, me on that. Well, if you don't like his views, you don't have that's to hear why, him anyway. It's that's why we wear headphones, jackass, so you can hear when you're not talking into the mic and then when you're talking into the mic. And sometimes you talk too loud. You understand? All right. I'm just helping you out. I appreciate uh, it. Hey, what else? You anything else? Any shows coming up? Um, I, follow me on Twitter at Comic Dave Smith. I don't know. Always one of my favorites. Thanks for coming on in such Thank short you, notice. I really appreciate. Thank it. Thank you so much for having me. It was really cool to get to meet. Pleasure, you. Yeah, pleasure, great. pleasure. Uh, Gomez, you going last? Um, to see um, the best, buddy. The uh, best. You know what? I took it as a negative thing at yeah, first. Yeah, because you're fucking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. No butt no after butt. that. I'm what? Sorry. <laughs> oh my God! This is a moment. Uh, Scopo, what do you got? Uh, follow me ass. on Twitter. Yes, and that. A uh, big ass. <laughs> hey, did you see Scopo? Can you please stand uh, up? You have to show her. Look at just you have it, this. What his butt is massive. <laughs> it's if, Brooklyn big. He should be. It, there's something wrong. He's got the ass of a. Turn around. <laughs> He's just got a black girl booty, <laughs> and we can't figure it out, dude. We just don't get it. Get the lower. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Look at turn straight. This, it's just oh, a normal like, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, turn yeah. around. Yeah. I don't understand wow. it. Dude, it's when we were fucking, when we were staying up at the at the casino gig, dude. Yeah. When Scopo got into his box and was to crash <laughs> in the hotel, dude. You just look over like, is this? I'm like getting a bone over this badunka dunk yeah. ass and a fucking. All right, sit down, but don't break the chair. <laughs> follow, follow big ass Scopo. Uh, uh, Scopo's yeah, got Bob Sapp ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what, and I'll fo- be with uh, Lewis. Boom. He's headlining on opening uh, Joker's Wild with oh, May 1st. You and you know what sucks for both of you? You can't have Frank Pepe's Pizza. Why not? It closed down? No, you're on No Sugar, No uh, Grains. My fucking cheat day is going to be that Sunday. That's we'll be off that day. We'll be off that day. We'll, just my cheat well day. then I'm fucking coming One out. Day a month. Come out, dude. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, at the Mike Lawrence is my Twitter, MikeLawrenceComedy.com, my album Sedimentium, and I'll be on at midnight March 25th on Comedy Central. He is fu- Dude, you are fucking... I love having you on the show, oh, thanks, man. man. You are fucking funny. And I remember when I first met you, I was like, I'm not going to like this guy because of the way you look. But then after that, <laughs> I fucking... I, no, I'm kidding, dude. You're, you're one of my favorites on the show. Please oh, thanks, come back man. anytime, okay? You got it, man. This is a big, big one today. Six hours of podcasting. He's yeah. fucking He's killing fucking it, dude. There, yeah. Anyways, Can I get credit for Mike Lawrence, by the way? No, I met him. I'm, no, no, I'm the one who suggested him the first time he came Mike, on. I met you at the, remember I met you? Uh, I don't care where you at, met him. Over at the, uh, the comedy. Pit? Yeah, the pit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I told you to come on the show. The first time he was booked remember on the show. Remember when I told you? I look like the kind of guy you'd meet when you do an unpaid gig, I realize. Yeah. You look like the kind of guy I'd meet at a pit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what you close? <laughs> what is it? Uh, oh, I shit. Hit your face. I did. No, you should hit his face. No, I don't. I, yeah. That's that bomb bandana. I, I, All right. I, you should have one on your show. I, I, I've been sitting here for three hours. I picked that up. <laughs> you should have a comic that bombs on your show. No, he shouldn't. No, the, um, I like it, though. I did aerial shows. Really fun. Me and Norton. It was fun. That's yeah, well, cool. You should Great come time. back as well. I'd love to come back. Yeah, right. me and people do it. That's you should, fun. You, you <laughs> should. Well, anyways. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, go to go to my website, uh, realassdude.com. Also, uh, follow me on Twitter, at Louis J. Gomez. Of course, check out Hammer Fizzing. I never plug Hammer Fizzing on YKW. It's Dave. a great show, man. I've done it a few times. It's super Lawrence fun. has done it. Dave Smith is on it every single week. Um, we're the funniest I, when's MMA it come podcast. Out? When's it come out? Every, it comes out every Tuesday morning. Okay. Every Tuesday morning around 11 a.m. Um, so I'm check there. us out, rycast.com slash Hammer Fisting. And uh, come check me out live. I'm headlining Joker's Wild. Scopo's going to be there. Oni from Hammer Fisting as well is going to be there. Uh, May 2nd and 3rd in New Haven, Connecticut. Come out. Check me out. 
Fucking, I think I'm going to do an hour for the first time, guys. I've only headlined for 45 minutes. It could be my, my first time wow. doing an hour. That should be interesting. I'm going to run out of material at 46 minutes. Just go slow, dude. 20, <laughs> I got go 25 slow. minutes of it is hilarious. I can and, vouch um, for that. I got some big news uh, I'm going to announce uh, very shortly. What do you got? What do you got? Give me something. <laughs> I just, I, I just been you sitting didn't, here. You didn't give me <laughs> shit. What do you got? You didn't give Your me shit. Your own show? What do you got? <laughs> you didn't give me... What, you Sometimes give, I see you pop you? up as like, you know, a bit character yeah. here, there. I want to see you get the big break. Why don't you give me Where's something? Your, 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 give me your, something. Your Louis. Where's your Louis? Give me something. Is he a nice guy, Louis? Great guy. Yeah? Yeah, great guy. Um, when's that show coming back? Uh, soon. I shot a... Are you, you're in it? Yeah, a couple this season. Love yeah. it. Brought me back. Wait, when's your show coming out? Your big show. Stop being the what, bridesmaid. What are you going to give me? Well, I don't know. Oh, we're going to work together. No, what are you going to give me? Give me CM Punk. Um, in terms of what? Well, give me give me the details. You guys look like a bat oh. in the ball. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll give You're you saying... I'll tell you right now, you tell me. Okay. You going to do that? You go first. Motherfucker, <laughs> you're going to you're going to no, fucking jive I got, me. I got nothing for you. You got nothing? No. I got nothing. I look that. forward to your news. I got nothing. I got nothing. Let me see something real quick. What are you doing? There's silence now. Talk then. Hey, so. Uh, oh, I'll do Bobby's dates. How about that? Have you contacted your wife yet? Uh, yeah, no, she's good. She's sleeping away tonight. Okay. Should I do your dates? What What's going on? Hang on. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I'm calling dates. my manager. Dates. He has, a, he has a special answering phone line for me. If his announcement is that he's dropping me, I'm going to be pretty furious. Oh, that makes me so happy. Hey Jim, Jimmy. I was watching. I was watching on Ustream. Hey, let me ask you a question. Are you listening? Can I? Yeah. Uh, I've been plugging. I have a big announcement for weeks. Can I make the announcement? Can I tell people? Um. Come on. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'm thinking is I could call. Oh, so you know what? I won't do it yet. Let's hold off. Bobby has his own show on FX. We just I got gotta, it. We got I, scoop. I'll, 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 let's hold off, okay? I, I, you know what? I'm pretty good friends with that guy. Very good friends with him. Let me ask him how he feels about it. Okay. All right. I'll do it right now. I'll send him an email from here. I'm at uh, my kid's hockey game. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I hear. All right. Thanks. Nice, nice answer machine, by the way. Miles made that. Yeah. Is he have a special answering machine for me when I call? Wow. It was just his kids farting. Yeah. <laughs> he's out of his mind. So he's a grown man. Bye. I, I, bye. So you got a show on FX? No. Look at you. No. Look at no, you. No, I no don't. No longer the bridesmaid. No, no, dude. Is no, this a sitcom or is this like... Uh, it's not... Well, I don't even know what you're talking about. We don't even know what you're it. talking about. Well, I, I congratulate. I wish you a muzzle tough. Muzzle tough to you, to Thank your you. new show. Thank you. Good for <laughs> your show. I thought you were saying I can't for my wait, kid. I can't wait for your kid. Right. For your kid, muzzle tough. That's Thank great. You. And for your new show on HBO. Thank you. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I can't believe we broke the news today that Ariel Hawani will be fighting in the UFC. That's next crazy. Pay-per-view. <laughs> the fact that you're actually going to start your own uh, MMA league. <laughs> Is amazing. And they, that Robert has his own show on Fox News Latino. Yeah. I mean, this is just <laughs> unbelievable. I never would have. I never would have thought Dana White was a neo-Nazi until in the break you said that. I can't I believe. I, I really could not believe. Can you many, not, what, we were really going corporate with all this, and it was fun. And you had to bring. Why is it Nazi uh, rape? I thought the neo-Nazi Hitler. thing made. He was bald already. Yeah. It just no, seemed like it fit. No, I don't know. not good. Not good. Not good for corporate man over here. 
No, uh, I'm a Jew. That's like uh, we we can say stuff like oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah. Sorry. Right. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> All right, guys. So I guess we're not going to wait. We're just going to go. Right. I'm not going to wait for the news. So oh, the email. Yeah. For God's sakes. Yeah, we can't wait that. No, long. fucking announce it. What are you doing? I I'm, can't. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat right now. My phone just died. This could change my, my career. Phone, look at wow. My phone just died. How's it gonna fuck my? It's gonna affect you at all? Yeah, no. The bigger you get, the better it is for me. <laughs> good for the goose is good for the game. Here's the deal. I brought in nude coattails for you to fucking cling on to. <laughs> okay. They're oh, much please don't give out my number. <laughs> Twitter route. By the way, did you know? Though. I actually that, blocked uh, you on Twitter because oh. you were asking me so many times. <laughs> Do you know that the gander I is the male Ariel, goose? Uh, Ariel's really fucking figuring this whole thing out. Oh, yeah, really this just is great. I want to. This. I want to hang out with comics more often. <laughs> dream come true. Just be mean, dude. You're having fun. I'm having the best time. Here. This is great. He's busting balls. Did you know that a gander is a male goose? I'm, I, do you ever know that this is called the knuckle sandwich? And you stick your finger in my face again. And Robert and Kelly, you, sandwich expert. <laughs> as soon as I said sandwich, I knew a fat joke was coming. God damn it. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, I will tell you that good news next episode, or maybe never. What? Uh, yeah, just, you know, go to robertkellylive.com. Check out all my dates. I'm in Toronto for a whole fucking month. I'm at the Harris... Um, uh, Harris in, in Atlantic City with Nick DiPaolo coming up. Uh, I'm in Tampa uh, doing the Cowhead Roast. I'm in Boston at the Wilbur uh, a, an, on April 18th. I'm all over the fucking place. And I'm going back to San Francisco to the Punchline in June, which I'm excited about. It's one of my favorite clubs in the fucking world. And I'm finally going back, so that makes me really happy. Uh, so go to robertkellylive.com, support all the shows uh, on the Riotcast Network, and uh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening to the You Know What Dead podcast. Winning huge money has never been easier than right now at DraftKings.com. America's favorite one-day fantasy sports site. This site is amazing because you don't have to be a professional gambler to have fun. No matter your sport, college or pro basketball, baseball, even golf, DraftKings is awarding huge cash prizes this month during March Millions. Already some guy named James Tran won a million bucks in one day. One day. One-day fantasy sports means no season-long commitment, no being stuck with players, just instant cash, instant gratification. Right now, you can play for free to win real cash at DraftKings.com. Up to $200 million bucks. Pick any sport like college basketball. The madness has already started, and free spots are going fast. Enter Kelly at DraftKings.com before Friday for a free entry. That's Kelly at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. You've been listening to the YKWD Podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Check out RiotCast.com for all of the best podcasts on the internet. And they're all free. And they're all free.